Guys, can you hear me? Okay. You there? Nuts. Loud and clear. Loud and clear. All right, you ready yeah, to start? Good. Yeah. All right, let's fucking do this, boys. Welcome to the uh, Less Than Average Podcast, man. Today's special guest, Carrot760, a.k.a. Gaming Carrot. First thing I got to ask, bro, why the carrot? Why? <laughs> carrot. Because he so, wants to give the carrot, all right? <laughs> there I was, stationed at Camp Pendleton, okay. hanging out with some buddies that uh, loved anime. They got me into watching it. At that point, the most I had seen was maybe some Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. And so one of my buddies is like, no, you need to broaden your horizons. Now, granted, he liked a little more of the love story stuff, but he also liked some of the crazy crap like Berserk and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So one of the series he got me to watch was one called Sorcerer Hunters, which is your typical Jan- Japanese anime, sexy, scantily clothed women, yeah. goofy story, and lots of comedy. Sounds about right. And one of the main characters in it is Carrot Glace. Now, I never paid attention to how he spelled his name. He actually spells his name like the root okay he spells it correctly <laughs> but when i started my first mmo which was final fantasy 11 mm-hmm. i made my freaking gamer tag carrot with one r and i have stuck with it ever there since you go. it's been my gamer tag ever since then hey man if it works it works man because i thought it came from like kakarot or something you're like how can i shorten this like give me a carrot <laughs> i had i actually had several people that thought that's what it was and i was like no i like dragon ball z but um no, if you if you talk to anybody that actually gets into anime, the ones that just only watch Dragon Ball Z and do nothing but reference Dragon Ball Z, they're kind of like the uh, Facebook gamers to right. gamers, where it's like, yeah, we don't really count them. They don't, you know, that, that, that's not a true fan of anime. So. Right. <laughs> makes sense. It's kind of like a, what is it, like diet anime. You know Does that I mean? mean I just got to take that yeah. fucking poster off my no, wall no. or what? But no, you talk no, no, about, no, no, but no. You, no, you no. Don't. Zion, you're like into like Crunchyroll and you're like, you watch anime. Like you an anime yeah. guy. Like yeah. I, I haven't even talked to you about anime and I can almost bet money that you've probably watched Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've probably watched Naruto and Bleach, which yep. are yep. two others that people. Naruto, consider. yes. Bleach, no. I actually haven't. Bleach? I've read. Oh, I've read a lot of Bleach, but I haven't okay. watched it. Bleach, oh my okay, so he read side it, note: so. Bleach Town, my, Dylan, my buddy, is actually he doesn't watch anime anymore. He only reads manga, and he's been wow. trying to get me into more manga and manhwa, which is like Korean manga. It's like an, it's like a cartoon. Yeah. It's where God of High School and like solo leveling and like those Tower of God. That's those are manhwa. That's separate than anime and manga. They lost me, bro. Style. Lost me on yeah. that one. Like, uh, you're not a weeb, so that's it's above. That's above my pay grade. <laughs> uh, another good manga for you to check out. I don't know if they ever went back and started continuing it to finish it, but Hunter X Hunter mm. is another really good one. Um, I, I read the, the entire manga on that. Yeah. I, I watched the show, but the show stopped, I think, before the manga actually did. Uh-huh. Or at least it originally did. I don't know yeah, if they went did more. Yeah, probably. I hate that. But dude. I've actually read all of Bleach. I've read all of Naruto. Um, the only other ones I've read besides that, actually reading the manga, was uh, Berserk. Mm. I saw the Berserk show, dude. I was not prepared for those movies. For the level of... Oh, God, no. Especially Another at the end. Another oh good one God. to watch. Helsing. Berserk's good. Oh, I've seen Helsing. Either one of the Helsing. Helsing's awesome. No, but but yeah. no, Berserk. Like, what was it? The fourth movie, third movie. When the, I'm not gonna give too much away for people who haven't seen it. Spoilers. It's fucking disgusting. So, uh, spoilers. Um, but they go into like the the big 
dome of hell. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck am I watching right now? What is this, dude? <laughs> I thought Final Fantasy Tactics uh, had the cornerstone for backstabbing and left turns in a freaking storyline. It ain't got shit on Berserk. Seven gaming carrot love. Bro. Oh, Ooh, carrot love. Mm, oh, look at that. There you go. What's up, Dante? I appreciate that. Showing some carrot love, bro. Heck yeah. Got to. You got I to like carrot. That. One nerd, one awesome guy, and a guy I don't know. This should be a good conversation. <laughs> <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> exactly. That's pretty much going to be it. Mm -hmm. uh, for everybody who's listening on the podcast, we got, we're got we on Spotify, iTunes. We're everywhere, man. But if you're just listening, uh, we just got some bits from uh, Dainty Your B. So Dainty Your B, you are now famous on the Spotify. You're on Spotify officially. Thank you for that. Appreciate you. Hey. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Um, two boomers, two boomers, and a gamer. There you go, two boomers. That's what we should have called this fucking podcast. Episode four: two boomers and a gamer. <laughs> two boomers and a zoomer. <laughs> oh, that'd have been hilarious, dude. Speaking of anime, one thing I really fucking love is that Netflix like is really trying with their animes. The thing I hate oh, yeah. the most though is they always stop after like two ep like two fucking seasons, and they're two like seasons. Well, it's because the the source material is always pretty limited on the stuff they do. Mm. Yeah, so they, not to mention they, they, they pick like the name brand stuff, mm. but then they can't show all of it. Yeah, yeah. Because guaranteed, the awesome. companies Holy that own all the freaking right. animes and stuff have agreements with Crunchyroll. Right. And I think there's even another streaming service. I actually, out just started anime. another mech anime. Um, Which one? It's called. Hold on, I started watching on Verve last night while I was waiting for. We were debating on going into Albie's, uh, Albie J. Blue, friend of Filipino and Aces. He does a drunken llama party every Saturday night. Yeah, and they just fun. do like tabletop simulator or Among Us or some kind of like party game and just drink and have fun. That sounds fun. <laughs> but uh, it's called Argevalon. It's Ar on. Argevalon? Yeah. Mm. It's... How do you spell it? I'm pulling it up on Verve. Put it, on, yeah, put it in the chat. Argevalon. So I've seen some of the Evalons, but I haven't seen. And pull this up on the side it's screen. Just, it's just a mech anime, kind of. Yeah, let me see what we got here. I'm I on like Arg Avalon. Oh yeah, this is like a. You might not be able to see it, because I have like Verve Premium. No, I see it. It says Arg. It gives you more access stuff. What I like about Verve is it's all of the stuff from Crunchyroll, all of the stuff from Funimation. It's got Boomerang. It's got Cartoon Hangover. It's got High Dive. It's got Mondo. It's got Rooster Teeth. I don't know any of those. It's got a whole bunch of, of stuff. Yeah, I know a few of those. Yeah. That's about it. Um, dude. There was an anime I watched back in the day that was freaking. Uh, I keep, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's one of those anime series where they actually warn you if you like where the story is at right now and where it is ended, stop watching. <laughs> if you watch past that point, it will destroy you. Oh shit! It's just like, and you, and what's worse is, is you watch it and it's like. It's like watching Game of Thrones on all like the worst possible outcome episodes. Like if every episode was like the Red Wedding, right? That's level what it was. of leaving you jacked up. That's how this anime was. Almost mm. every single episode it ended that way. And on the episode where they tell you if you like the way this episode ended, stop here. It had a lot of that same like soul crushing mm. just crap. Nope. And then it ended on like a mediocre anime video. i can't remember i'm trying to remember Dude, the name of i wish right that uh they stopped berserk before that devil eye syndrome i was like dude I, like, it was cool until then the fight scene if you awesome, read the but... if you read the manga it gets way better better or worse better 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 uh, or worse they better. make they make him the black knight and it gets crazy yeah 
Oh, like fighting better. Okay. Yeah. Well, shit. I wish I could remember the name of that anime. I cannot remember it for the life of me right now. I have no oh. idea. I'm trying to. We got a giveaway going on in chat. So try and get this. All right, try the giveaway. Try it. exclamation point giveaway one. Try that. Well, it's it's the giveaway says that you have to be a subscriber or a moderator. Oh yeah, sorry. Oof. Nerd. And, uh, oof, Chrissy. And, oof. And my wifus is neither. Of course, neither am I. So. Oof. Well, no worries. I got some stuff coming your way, anyways. So don't what? worry about that. Yeah, I do that for every podcast guest. Everybody gets some goodies. I gotta hook you up, man. I get some goodies. Awesome. I'm giving away a mug. I'm giving away a mug for subs, and then I got a sticker I'll be giving away later on too, and that'll be for everybody. So, if you miss out the mug, don't worry about it. You can always go to the merch. You can go to our merch and buy some shit. You can check out Zion in the chat right now. Okay, new sub. There you go. Okay. And now you can. <laughs> yeah, there you, you can go. Now you can do it, Chrissy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, I'm watching right now. Speaking of anime, I'm watching uh, Black Butler again. Man, that's pretty I good. Not that you ever Actually, watch Black Butler? Mm -mm. That's an older one, like early two. It was all right. It's okay. I agree. It's kind of like eh. if you want a good, like, decent action, decent story building, not a lot of etchy content, so it's not all tits and ass, mm -hmm. and uh, it's very intriguing. Bungo Stray Dogs. See if you can find it. What? I had to find it on. Yeah. Bungo. If I look this up on and Google, am I gonna like be put on a list or something? No, it's actually a really <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yeah. Put on a list. Just saying. Uh, Bungo Stray Dogs anime. Okay, let me read this up. Alright, Bungo Stray Dogs is a Japanese Sinan. Sinan. Sinan manga series written by. Really pull up Wikipedia. Yep. Illustrated by. Blah, 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 blah. Wait, you believe Wikipedia? Well, I believe it when it comes to anime. I guess. Okay. What do you What do you use to watch anime, Lev? Uh, Netflix and Hulu. I don't have okay, anything. It's on Crunchyroll. I don't okay. know if it's on Hulu. No, I don't have it on there. But show mainly uh, focuses on the were were tiger. Is that a were? Is that the word were tiger who joins other gifted yes. with supernatural powers to accomplish different tasks, including running a business, <laughs> solving mysteries, <laughs> <laughs> carrying out missions by the mafia. What? Yeah, dude. It's it's a really intriguing story how it all coalesces together. <laughs> happening wait why did they start with okay this is how they put it this show mainly focuses on a were tiger who joins other gifted with supernatural powers and the first task is running a business so solving mysteries run, and then running missions they, for the mafia they run an offshoot of like the police that's like a specialized investigative unit okay and it's like for people with powers to deal with other people with powers oh uh, so it's oh, kind of like uh like the boys kind of yeah that's except a great show one guy oh, like yeah. all of his powers he has to write it in a notebook the were tiger can literally manifest like a tiger as part of his body what so he can make like tiger paws and have super strength and speed what well that's not i mean it sounds cool wow. shit so it's like uh powers versus powers or what's um there was a show uh, I think it was called Powers on Netflix. It was with Jamie Foxx. Did you see that oh, one? Uh, yeah, uh, Project Power. Power. Project, Project Power. Power. That's what it was. Like. It was pretty good. I, I watched like it that. recently. I thought it was I pretty crazy. It he had the fucking shrimp ability. He had the shrimp like, ability. What are you talking about? He's like, I can blow shit up. <laughs> I can blow shit up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's jump into some other shit, man. I've got some. So, 
MMOs. Where did you you said we had this conversation before, but you started Final yeah. Fantasy 11, right? Did you start yeah. on PC or did you start on like Xbox or something like that? I started on PC. Um, so I built my first PC um, probably the year before. Mm -hmm. Actually, no, I think it was about two years, a year or two before uh, Final Fantasy 11 came out and started playing with Diablo and Diablo 2. Okay. So I played Diablo 2 from the time it came out yep. all the way up until Final Fantasy 11 came out. Final Fantasy 11 came out. I went and I got the game, started playing, and shit, I played that all the way up until 2004. I was in Japan at the time, mm -hmm. and that was when I got uh, World of Warcraft when it uh -oh. launched. Uh oh. And then and that was that was the start of the downfall there. That was uh, it. That's just like everybody, man. Well, no, I I played it when it first launched, and I mean it. It was like any other MMO. It had glitches. It had bugs, but it was fun because the difference being Final Fantasy XI back in the day, you know, in the OG days of, you know, actual hardcore players that have played it are like, yeah, that game is shit now. I mean, there's ones that, that still love it. It is good, but the challenge level of feeling accomplished isn't there yeah. quite as much anymore because they made it to where you could solo because originally you got to about level eight to 10, maybe. And it was no longer valid for you to solo for EXP because yep. the EXP for kills was just so low. You had to get in a group yep. to get anything done. And you're looking at a game that was a complete time sink. I mean, I spent uh, four hours waiting for a freaking experience point party. Then I'd go freaking get experience points for two hours. And half the time it was, you know, barely getting any experience points mm -hmm. in that process hell sometimes i'd get a little bit of experience points the parties would disband and then i'd get killed by something and lose half the damn experience points i just Yo, freaking got so dude, I was like, you were speaking my language because you played in a lot of time in a final fantasy 11 that was like was that like your first mmo that you like got into okay mine yep. was lineage 2 and it was the exact same shit where you couldn't solo if you died you lost your you could drop your items too so sometimes you die and your items would fall and then you lose experience and if you weren't in a group and then people would come up randomly and stab you in the back while you're fighting something and murder you so you had to worry about that and then it's like the grind was intense like from level <sighs> 20 to 30 it was like i don't know 40 hours of grinding just mm -hmm. for those 10 levels and i honestly can say i've never played big mmos like that like mm -hmm. the diablo series never played any of them no. the world oh, of warcraft wow. haven't played it runescape haven't <laughs> played it warframe uh a lot but that's also again an fps mmo and yeah. I, it still counts man i mean they had uh, the grind with that though is the frames and the parts and you'd mm -hmm. have to spend literal irl days waiting mm -hmm. for your frames and parts to create right oh no 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 okay waiting for your parts to create and then you get your parts uh -huh. that's awesome that ain't shit okay try sitting around for 72 fucking hours waiting for a monster to spawn and then only having maybe a we'll say 25 percent chance that your alliance is actually going to be the one to pull said monster and then a minuscule percent chance that once you manage to actually kill that if the freaking rest of the guys standing around there don't manage to monster player kill your ass mpk mm -hmm. yep. for those from back in the day you manage to actually kill it then you gotta hope your item drops yep 
with a small percentage chance and a big loot table of different shit that it drops. Yeah. And then if it drops your item, you got to pray that the other five, six, seven guys that are in the Alliance that are also rooting for that item can't beat you out on it on either a random roll, if that's how they're doing it, or as we came to be known later, DKP, which I'm pretty sure DKP came in from... Um, I thought uh, it started in WoW. I think no, it no, came from EverQuest. It came from D, EverQuest. Yeah, D, DKP yep. came from EverQuest, yep. and it was utilized in WoW. They did refer to it as such. Cause... So for people who are just listening and for Zion, explain DKP. Okay, so DKP. I was say you're losing me. Yeah, I'm gonna, we're gonna explain some stuff. Yeah, we're gonna go over. DKP it. back in the day was it was actually an acronym for I believe it was Dragon Kill Points. Dragon Kill Points. Yeah. The bosses, some of the bosses in uh, EverQuest were dragons. Same thing in Lineage and, Two, by the way. Yeah. So what DKP was, um, I can't speak for how they accumulated in EverQuest and uh, Lineage, but I would assume it'd be the same process. For WoW you got so many points for being in a raid mm -hmm. and a lot of the, the guilds would do, you know, like if you went in to do a raid, most raids, you were probably going to be raiding for at least four to six hours more than likely, especially if it was early progression on said raid. So for every, let's say hour you were in, you got like one or one or two points for every boss that was downed within the raid you also accumulated points mm -hmm. and they had add-ons that would help track this for what players were there. It automatically, when the boss is killed, it'd be auto trackers. Yeah. The points. Yep. yeah. And so the way that you use DKP is, is once the loot dropped, they had a master looter that would go, all right, who's bidding for this? And you'd send a whisper to the master looter and say, I'm bidding however many DKP. And you could find out what your totals were. They had spreadsheets online and other crap. You could go look up your stuff. Plus that, the add-on would tell you too. You could find out. And so you'd say, all right, I'm going to bid this. So let's say the three of us go in and we're doing something and this weapon drops. All three of us want it. Mm -hmm. Well, I've got 120, but Leveled's been freaking raiding with the guild longer. So he's got 250 and you're the old man. So you've got like 3,000 freaking points. Well, you're going to beat the two of us if you just go, I'm going to bid this much. Yeah, 300 fuck you how much yep. you bid because if you didn't know who else had what points and who was actually going to bid on it you might waste 3000 points for no yep, reason that's true i generally as a rogue in world of warcraft always lost my gear to hunters Every, hunters, everybody does dude hunters would everybody. take everything in classic All and time, i remember dude. i wasn't even in the guild that i was running with but i had a guaranteed slot every week for molten core Anixia, Zulgarub, all the raids from Classic. I had a guaranteed slot because I was friends, had become friendly with most of the leaders of the guild. I was in tight with our class leader because every class will have a leader that kind of helps guide you how to do better DPS. Teach you what gear and yeah. stats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I remember one of the top weapons for a combat sword rogue was I in Multiport. Brutality Blade yep. dropped off of uh, oh what the hell was his name? He's a rock boss. I want to say it was like Gore or something like that. It was Gore. And so first week we get to this boss that I'm with him. I've got DKP built up. I'm like, all right, this is cool. Boom! It actually drops. I'm like, holy shit! The class leader for the rogues whispers me, he's like, congrats, man, it's all yours. I was like, sweet. So I send my bid in. It's like, it boom, top bid, carrot. It's like, yes. Two seconds later, random hunter asshole number one, boom, bid over freaking just over what I had. Cause I immediately was just like max points. I don't even care. I'm getting it. 
And so I put my max points in and he, the other guy had like probably another 50, 60 points more than me at least. So he put it in. And as soon as it freaking said his top build or top uh, bid, the freaking uh, class leader messages me back. He goes, oh, the fuck he didn't watch this bullshit. <laughs> Boom, top bid, freaking cantankerous. He was the wrong class leader for our guild. And he was just like, bam, he's like, mine. So the next week it dropped again. So I still have my points because I didn't win the bid. Yeah. I'm like, hell yeah, bid on it. What happens? Random hunter number asshole two freaking outbids me again. Every like, time. Uh, dude every time every inevitably time. inevitably oh, awful, never fails dude they would just always try and steal shit they're known as hunt yeah. cards for that reason because they, they yep. pull everything in the freaking dungeons all the mm -hmm. time all the time and then they bid on everything oh yeah i could use it i fucking need it they especially uh elemental shamans would always get screwed because hunters would wear yep. mail and they would just try and take all the fucking elemental shamans gear all the time yeah never failed every time so stupid. i remember I remember the first time I went to Anixia, I got brought into a pug run. And what it was is for my actual guild that I was in, the class leader for rogues, his brother, who was also a rogue, mm -hmm. was in a raiding guild and they had a bunch of spots open for Anixia. Well, he, my class leader had a group that he was running with regularly to learn the fight so that when we got the rest of our guild built up, we could, you know, go. So he was already locked. And he's like, hey, anybody in for Ani? And I was like, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind going. Mm -hmm. So they got me in on this run. His brother is in on this run. He's in that guild. Uh -oh. Now, because it was a pug being a pickup group, for those that don't know, that means anybody, they bring in people that aren't part of their guild to help fill the slots that they need to down the fight. So we go into this fight. We down Anixia and she drops the tier three helms. She dropped a tier three rogue helm. Now, because this was a pug, they did a free for all looting system where basically you did a roll and it rolls a random number it'll generate a random number between one and a hundred for said highest people. roll first pick yep highest roll is first pick so boom everybody rolls blam, 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 blam. one of their rogues gets the freaking high roll he immediately goes give it to that guy being me because i had the second highest roll he's like he needs it way more than i do so my first run on Onyxia, I downed Onyxia, and I got my tier three helmet, which is dude. the only piece of gear you get from that. Now, here's the kicker. My uh, class leader's freaking brother, yeah, he needed it too. He was uh -oh. pissed because <laughs> that was his guild and he didn't get it. And then number two, my class leader was pissed because he'd been in to do Onyxia like six times. They had never downed it. Oh shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here I am, first time in, in a pug, and get I downed drop it. And the first drop. time. Like, it wasn't so, like we wiped and then did you, it. No, we walked in. When and you get boom. gear, it's not account bound, is it? You can trade and shit? Mm -mm, no. It is account. No. In World of Warcraft, since launch, gear is uh, character bound. Mm -hmm. It is bind on pickup for most of the gear that drops from raids. There is bind on equip gear that until you equip it on something, you can transfer it to other characters on your account or trade it to other people. And they added right. back in, was it Legion? They added a system where if you're in a raid, for example, you've got like an hour or something where you can trade that item with another person yeah. that was in the raid with you. But other than that, you can't like go to the auction house and sell it. Actually, I think they I think they added it earlier than Legion. Probably. I don't remember the specifics, but I think they added it before Legion, or at least for dungeons, they added it earlier than Legion. Yeah, then, probably. Uh, we'll grab back and turn okay. my fan off. Yeah, that makes sense because I can't remember. I think it was 
They did. I, I didn't play Mist of Pandaria or Cataclysm. I came in for late Warlords of Drainer, and then I did all of Legion. Oh. Um, and for Warlords, I think they had it in Warlords, and I could be wrong. I can't remember when they put it in there, but that was rough. Dude, I do remember, though, in, in Warframe, though. Warframe, I remember getting up at 2 a.m. My buddy texted me. He's like, hey, fucking wake up. The Rhino helmet is available. The rare one. I don't know what it, I Dude, I'm probably going to murder probably this. Rhino Prime. Probably, but he's like the rare one. Get your ass online. And like he texts me like one fifty-five in the morning. I'm like fuck. And I get up, I run downstairs, turn on the PS4, get over there. The helmet's got like two minutes before it goes. I get up there, game crashes. Didn't get the fucking helmet. I'm like motherfucker, fuck this game. I'm so done. I was like fuck this game. I'm so done. We had one. I think Bleach and I had one on one. Uh, I can't remember if we were going for Volt or Vobin Prime, but uh, we were doing this run over and over and over, and we had every part but one. And both of us needed the same part, and we couldn't get the same part for like six and a half hours. Jesus. Oh, of just running the run over. We got so fast at doing it, we would just speed run the run, just dash jump, dash jump. We wouldn't even, we'd kill like the minimum stuff, open vaults and stuff, open doors, and just right. keep going. But we would get to. Uh, the spot we needed to be in and just kill the boss in like six, eight minutes tops, I think, per run for six and a half hours. Didn't get a single drop. It was fucking absurd. Hey, at least you could kill at least you could kill it that often. Like like I was saying about Final Fantasy Eleven, it was a pain in the ass because most of the stuff that dropped in game gear that you needed you had to wait for a specific window, like I said. So like I was saying, waiting seventy two hours. Here's the actual way that those windows worked for the big, what they called H&Ms, which was hyper notorious monsters. Mm -hmm. Notorious monsters are like the equivalent of rare monsters in World of Warcraft. They have a specific name. They do special things, you know, they, right. they, and they have a much bigger window to spawn. So they're not so, like world bosses. They're just like straight no, up no, rare mobs. They are like world bosses, but okay. they're because um, they're insanely difficult. So you had... Um, for instance, you had Fafnir and Needhog. Those were two different dragon bosses. And like I said, they had a 72 hour window, but here's how that window worked. And let's say uh, a maintenance just happened. All of the timers are reset, reset for all yep. spawned monsters. Yep. So immediately after a maintenance, there's going to be people at all of the camps waiting for shit to spawn. Spawns. Right. right. Yeah. Wait for so the spawns. Once the window opens, the placeholders for those, if it's not the actual monster, mm -hmm. would spawn once every 12 to 24 hours. Ooh. So Ooh. if immediately after the maintenance, if the boss didn't spawn, the placeholder was killed, you had to wait 12 to 24 Fuck. hours for either the boss or the freaking place. So what did you spot. do? You just like stay online for 24 hours? What the fuck? No, you had watchers. Just like you, like, just like you said, you, your buddy freaking hit you up at like 2 yeah, o'clock in the morning. You have, people, like, you you have people just scouting the spawns. That's crazy. Exactly. We had people that All were right, You take the 2 a.m. to 8 a.m. shift. I'll be on at 8 a.m. and I'll see you there exactly. too. We would do that. We would have guys that were online and they would immediately page, call, whatever. Right. To get everybody online. Or they would just watch because if let's say two o'clock in the morning, the boss mm -hmm. spawns, well, there's no way in hell our freaking 20 people are going to get on right. and make it all the way out there in time to kill it. But if they get the time that it's killed, boom. All right. 72 hours from that point, 
the window opens again. Right. So at 72 hours from that, we know, oh, okay, well, if it spawned at two o'clock in the morning, then that means three days from now, we need to be out there watching at, at two o'clock in the morning. morning. That makes sense. Exactly. So we would have people there at that time. Now, if the placeholder spawned again, kill the placeholder, mark the time, come back in whatever the reset timer is. Mm -hmm. That was that way for almost everything. It's not that way in the game now. Now, right. most of the monsters actually have an item that it has a really low drop rate that you have to go find and kill to get, you gotta kill other things to get these items to drop. And then you can go to the area where that boss used to spawn and there's a little triple question mark on the ground, you trade the item to it, it mm -hmm. spawns it immediately tagged to you. Cause that's the thing is, is uh, so FF11 like WoW Classic was. So do you have to it's, kill them once and get that item first though? Well, you don't kill them to get the spawn item. You kill oh. other, it's like other like, um, like a smaller version of that thing or whatever yeah you know, like you know, there's uh if you wanted to go for like a giant board it'd be like you kill a million fucking little boards get the small item and then you'd spawn de giant board god or whatever depending so for instance they had um there was an area called everybody referred to it as sky the actual name of the area was like Altu or no 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 shit I'm forgetting what it's called. There was multiple areas to the zone, but it was it was called Sky. And in that area, there were four um, gods that you fought. Genbu, Bayako, Siryu, and um, I can't remember what the hell the fourth one was. You fought each of them individually. So Bayaku was a freaking, um, basically a big ass tiger. Genbu was a giant tortoise. Um, Siryu, and I can't remember what the hell the other one is called. Uh, we're both birds. One's a fire, one's like a lightning, nice. if I remember right. So when you killed those four gods, they each dropped a, a item that was basically their name seal or seal of and their name. Mm -hmm. You had to get all four of those to go spawn the ultimate sky god, Kirin. Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, no, you think that's bad? So here's Dude, how there's so much like... There's so much grinding in that game. Oh, it's making my it eyes is, bleed just listening. It is ridiculous. But when they first so brought Kieran, at least you're open to the grind. I can't even like get down having fucking 14 different abilities mapped out at one time. <laughs> um. So, oh, no. <laughs> 14 abilities at one time. Yeah. Well, they had you had to do you had to write your own macros for Final Fantasy. No, dude, there was no much. button pushing like WoW. Too much. You had to write your own macros and set to uh, two different strings called control. And Did you have to code all. the enemies and then fight them with code as well? No, like... no, no, no. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> but I will tell you this. The first time the Kirin boss was spawned <laughs> before people knew how to do the fight, the first fight lasted over 24 hours. Bruh. Why would you play this? What the fuck do these developers make? What is this? Like I, would tell you, I, would, I would tell you right now, like there was two things that were fantastic in that game. It was one, the storyline was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And there was no voice acting. It was all, you had to read text. Right. Literally, everything you did. That's mission, quest, anything. And the quests in it didn't give you experience points. You literally only got experience uh... from killing. There was like two, two or three items that could drop in the game that would give you experience points. And it, it would only give you like, I think anywhere from maybe a hundred to a little over a thousand experience points, which in perspective is minuscule. Right. 
because um, like the max level at that point was 75 in the game and it took 74,000 experience points to hit 75 uh, or some, somewhere around that. So that 100 from, to 1,000 is like a drop. Level 1 to level, level 75 to no, 74,000? No, 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 no. From level 74 to level Four, 75 okay. with 74,000. Oh, God. The first, the first level was, um, I think was 200 EXP. Yeah, it was like 200 EXP. But the other thing was, is with Final Fantasy games, and they did the same thing with Final Fantasy 14, which I have also played, is you could play all the classes of the game yeah. on one character. See, I like that a lot. See, I played Final Fantasy 11 when it came out on Xbox 360, I don't know, a yeah. while ago, right? We could do the same thing in FF14 as well, couldn't we? You get the exact yeah. same thing. One thing I really liked yeah. now, the game that really got me, though, in that game is like you get to the starting area, you're so slow, and you run around. I didn't like the pacing of the game for Final Fantasy 11. Everything was at a turtle pace. Everything. Yes, it was. It was. So the combat was slow. And, I mean, mm -hmm. movement was slow. Attacks were slow. They could fucking miss your damage. You are always taking so much goddamn damage all the time. Time, all of it. So, what, coming from Lineage Two, Lineage Two was like a um, a good mixture of like it was like a it was like a click to move game. So it felt like a almost like a um, like a mobile. It played game like Diablo, game. didn't it? It's like a Diablo, yeah, click to move type thing. Um, the combat was super quick. Um, but the grind was also ridiculous because the quests were basically non-existent. Um, getting items was just straight job chance or crafting only. Um, they had no in-game auction house. You actually had to sell items. Like you would sit, like you'd see characters sitting, like in. Um, let me see if I find a picture. Like sitting in Adina. Well, if you look up lineage two, um, selling Adina. Let's see. Um, Ardina oh, is the, the currency source, but going uh, sitting. Let me see. Um, you can see people just literally sitting here. I'm gonna click on this one right here. It's called Lineage 2 Classic. This is a dude. This is like this game is what I played before. Beginner guide one to twenty. There you go. There's a blast in the past. Just put it into chat. Um, but moving around was a pain in the butt. Getting skills was a pain in the ass. Getting money was a pain in the ass. Moving was a pain in the ass, but the cool thing was the the graphic art of the game was awesome. Um, at the time, at the time, it was fuck, yeah. it was like top notch. Um, but leveling up was a pain. Doing a class was a pain. Doing the class skills were a pain. Everything was a pain, mm -hmm. but it was still faster pace. Like it had teleport system in the game. Um, finding groups was super easy. Crafting was kind of easy as well. Quite honestly, compared to like other games. Um, and I got into like, they didn't have multi-classes though. So when I moved from lineage two and tried out final fantasy 11, I was like, Oh shit, I could play one character and be like all of the classes. What the mm -hmm. fuck? I thought it was such a cool concept. And then final fantasy 14, I deep dove into that. I played summoner, I played a lot of summoner and I, uh, dude, I fucking, I, I did played. scholar. Did scholar. I yeah. Did I, I yeah. love summoner, dude. That was my so favorite. Here's, here's the question. How far into leveling on 11 did you get? Like how far into the game did you really get? Uh, dude, this is you got seventy, I think. Oh no, that was Final Fantasy fourteen on eleven. Oh, yeah. I um, I would only say I only got to like maybe eighteen, nineteen. I didn't even get twenty. Okay. Yeah, I was still so, low level. So here was here was the the thing, as you leveled up, once you got to eighteen, you unlocked sub jobs, which mm -hmm. is where you went back and changed to another job and started leveling. So for uh, tanking, like you would do. Um, 
the main tank class was either paladin or the class that was originally supposed to be done or uh dps and everybody ended up using it for tanking ninja oh yeah you were telling me about that Blink yeah. tanks um freaking uh you would sub warrior because they warrior got provoke right so that was you know your taunt that was allow you to, to tank and that type of stuff so at 18 you unlock sub jobs at 20 you did a quest chain to unlock chocobos which the chocobos mm. could be rented at any of the big cities and you could run from one city to somewhere right. and get off of the chocobo uh eventually later they actually put in chocobo raising in the game so you could raise your own chocobo right and call it with a whistle they've actually added mounts to the game now so there's actually mounts that you can go get yeah, i'm surprised the game. the game is still even going quite honestly i am not they're still they still have a big player base on quite a few of the servers granted just like world of warcraft they downsized in servers right, there right um but they still have a major calling uh supposedly i don't know if it's still true or not i haven't looked into it but there was supposedly a, a look into somebody rewriting it to play mobile oh so that you could that'd play be cool. final fantasy 11 on your phone um i, I that. that that game right there like yes i constantly go back to wow but final fantasy 11 is definitely by far my um oh what's the the phrase i'm looking for my brain just drew a blank um yeah, like foundation my guilty my guilty my guilty pleasure guilty pleasure yeah that makes and, sense and 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 definitely hardcore addiction like right. my wife can vouch for this um when when we first got together i i even cut back on like all gaming i was barely playing anything right. and then i started playing wow again because legion came out and i yep. was like oh yeah i want to play legion and so um especially after the extreme disappointments of warlords of Draenor. uh-huh um oh we're gonna go into battle for azeroth i was telling you like i've got oh, some yeah. shit to say <laughs> all right <laughs> i got some shit to say um so um so you were you anyways were, you I, started I started legion, playing right? I, I started playing with the legion and whatnot and uh or came back up to legion mm -hmm. i've played wow off and on since classic or right, vanilla same. whatever you want to call it the original game um and i i, I go through waves of everything i want to play so yeah she just said it the in wife the says i right, so... play without supervision yeah for those okay, who so, are just listening in we got twitch chat going right now and his wife's in chat and saying yeah he's not allowed to play without supervision <laughs> and that's that's not on world of warcraft that's... world of warcraft i can play because i can get up and walk away from that pretty much any time most of the time like how oh, you said pretty much i will get up anytime most away. of the time most of the time kind of you know if my wife's like hey can you get me this i'll be like yeah just a minute as i'm like trying to finish killing something half an hour if, later exactly if she was if, if she was like bleeding or there was like an emergency i'd be like what will happen and I get i've up. gotten the typical hey go take yeah. out the trash or yeah. hey dinner's ready hey dinner's getting cold hey dinner's yeah. cold because i have this on and i can't hear anything it's gotten to the point oh, yeah. where they have to text me otherwise i don't get it right. oh no it's it's so much worse than that so uh, the desk I'm sitting at right now is it's a nice big wooden desk and if it wasn't set up with like my whole streaming environment monitors all across it I could actually set up two people at once and at one point I had my wife and I computers set up so we could sit side by side so I got a wild hair for nostalgia and decided oh, no. to reinstall Final Fantasy oh, 11 no. oh that was my downfall see at one point before her and I got together I had gone back and I actually had two accounts I was dual boxing with a friend of mine. Oh, so you went deep. Uh, you said you started she, with the word dual box. All right, explain dual box. Alt. 
Yeah, dual he made, boxing he is running two accounts. He made, he ran two accounts at the same time, time dude. Now, I didn't do it in the typical sense where most people have like the cheating macro freaking, you know, you can run around and just spam shit like they do in WoW. Mm -hmm. No, this was actually me alt tabbing back and forth between two accounts and cast some cures, go back to DPS, cast some cures, back to DPS. I wasn't quite as good as one of my buddies, so he would use my other account to heal us and then I would just do my damaging and shit on my main account. So and now fast forward to my wife and I, being married and I've I've got a nostalgia. I want to go back to playing Final Fantasy XI because there's a few of my friends that still play and I'm like, Bro, don't eh, do it. go back and hang out with don't them. Don't do it. So I did. Now here's here's the the problem and and maybe this description will kind of help her understand a little more when I get frustrated with stuff. But when I sit down to play, I plan out what I'm going to do. Like right. I have ideas. I, I may have been thinking about, oh, I need to get this done or that done. You know, I, I need to unlock this or, or I need to work on this, whatever the case is, I'll have had a plan before I'm going to sit down and play. So when I sit down to play, I'm like, this is the goal. Right. And I'll usually set cutoffs, you know, like World of Warcraft, for instance, the other day I was playing and um, working on my warrior. My goal was get it to 120 and then I'm done for the day. Right. So I'm working on that. And we were we were supposed to do something and she's like, all right, well, let's do this. I was like, all right, hold on. I'm almost done. She's like, okay. Few minutes later, are you done yet? <laughs> no, I haven't accomplished the goal <laughs> I set, you know? And so that was the case. But with Final Fantasy XI, there is so much shit to do. Because the other thing aside from, from um, storyline was because you were forced to group with people, you had that great sense of community. And I had a big community of friends right. that I played with on that, on that's that game. A, that's the appeal of MMOs in general is like that that sense of community that you wouldn't have elsewhere. I mean, I think like nowadays, yeah. like especially like WoW Classic, Lineage 2, things like that, like older games, like there wasn't Discord. There wasn't like websites you'd go to. There would be some clans that had websites, but like Discord has kind of filled that role a lot where you can kind of talk to people and you can kind of make a community on your own. And more often course, than not, I've been playing a game by myself rather than playing in a group where I'll, I'll be playing Battlefront 2 just grinding out the old master skin from all or uh, just grinding out stuff by myself like playing Avengers and I'll just be in chat talking to people while right. I'm playing a game. <laughs> right. And that's the cool part too is like with the introduction of Ventrilo back in the day um, <laughs> you know that kind of started getting people talking at yeah, TeamSpeak and stuff like that that got people to start talking uh, TeamSpeak's outside. dog shit. It is. It was dog shit when it first came hey, out but hey, it was the only uh, thing we had. When you it know? first came out and that's all you had uh, hey that's what you went Dude, with. Dude I was man. Team Ventrilo 100% by the way so I would put that on the record. All right. I was Team I was, Skype I was to get started and then we figured out Discord was, was the thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was I was team whatever the group I was working with had. Right. So at one point I had on my system, I had Ventrilo, Teamspeak, Mumble. Yep. And uh, Discord, and I think there was one other, because I don't think anybody I ran with ever used Skype, but I think there might have been one other app that I'm forgetting that we used. Because you only have only eight, up to eight people on Skype, right? Is that right at the time, or maybe not even? There was like four. I don't remember. I can't remember. I. I honestly don't remember. Ago. So, but uh, oh, so many, so dude, many memories. Zion, I know you want to talk. You've been playing a lot of Avengers, right, Zion? 
Uh, I've been playing a little bit more, more so than I was. I started playing Strike Force though because of this guy up there in that okay. big box. You guys, so this is something that I don't know shit about. So you, you explain Strike Force. What the hell is it? What is, how <laughs> Before you, you explain it? Strike Force, it's explain why you're so into Marvel. Yes, that's a great question. Marvel. I have been into Marvel since I was a little kid. Uh, How'd it start? God, the childhood I had. Um, I grew up with uh, my dad's cousin lived with us, and he's probably a bigger nerd than I'll ever dream to be. The man was collecting comics. Says the man that puts, I don't want to know how many hours into WoW. Or Final oh, Fantasy XI. Oh, don't even, <laughs> don't even. I, I'm telling you, this man he's he probably is what pushed me down the path of nerdum to begin with mm -hmm. aside from the fact of in kindergarten winning like honor student which won me Dude, my that's first what i'm naming console, this podcast which was a nintendo uh regular nintendo system dude i'm changing this podcast name to the path of to nerdum that's what's happening path first to path to nerdum so my my cousin lived with us uh when magic the gathering came out he was collecting cards mm -hmm. he had like three or four of the big uh, boxes that were, I mean, easily making it hard to see. It, it was a big freaking box. It was one of those ones that had like four rows, would probably hold thousands of cards. He had like three of those full of magic cards. Shit. And those weren't even his decks. That doing, was just those? cards he had. See, he is a big time collector. He loves collectors. Star Wars. Yeah. He loves Star Trek. He yeah. loves freaking i mean you name it this man so, at christmas would have two christmas trees one would have all the regular ornaments the other one would have all of his star wars and star okay, trek this ornaments. guy was on a different level for sure is that yes. what were you about so, to say the as far as the like card collector thing goes i used to have binders and binders and binders so i know that feeling i've seen a few. i had a i had it no you haven't i've I, seen a I tin have you haven't seen binders <laughs> uh I had I cut down quite a bit. I had a collection of like a super or a couple of like high rarity Pokemon cards with good value. None mm -hmm. of them were ever like rated or anything, but uh, I, some were sentimental. And then like the Yu-Gi-Oh cards I showed you, yeah. having I have Series One like the high rarity versions of the Series One Dark Magician, Dark Magician Girl, Blue Eyes White Dragon, a couple of the other like high end. Like if I if I got them graded and they were still mint condition, they'd be worth a lot of money. But they're to me, they're just part of my childhood. Right. That's the thing, dude. I started. I remember back in the day, I started with Pokemon cards, and that was pretty much the only thing I ever truly got into. Yu-Gi-Oh came out maybe like six to eight months later, um, and I never got into the cards. I never got into the game. I played Pokemon like versus <laughs> people though, but it was, I was a kid at the time, so I didn't like get into it like too much. I was playing people literally on this. Back when kids had recess, that's where we'd play. Like, the kids still have recess, fuckhead. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> Whatever, Zoomer. It's just they spend it on their phone. Okay, fair yep. enough. Fair enough. Okay. Fair so, enough. so my cousin got me into that stuff. Like, right. I, I started playing Magic: The Gathering back during uh, Fourth and Revised Edition. Yeah, I miss recess. Anybody that's ever, if, if, if anybody that's ever followed Magic: The Gathering, that was back in the mid '90s, right? Early '90s. That was before my time, um, but I still know what that is. I I started playing back then. Um, he would take me to the comic book store. I mean, he got me. I think he got me a couple of the Spider-Man comics, especially one that had. Uh, I specifically remember it had uh, Venom with Scream mm. and uh, Carnage. There was like a whole and 
so he kind of got me into marvel and then of course you know you had the uh, i i didn't go big on the collecting comics right but i really love marvel marvel always kind of grasped me and do you think it was the storylines of marvel or like the art style or i I think the storylines and the characters just kind of grabbed me and that was also what the first thing i was introduced to Hmm. because i mean yes i saw the original batman and aside from the really good ones with christian bale the only real batman michael keaton Michael Keaton, um, boys. That's <laughs> his face. Was so, like, like, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I I loved watching in the uh, I think it was in the afternoon cartoons, the uh, Spider Man Fox Kids version yep. and X Men yep. on Fox, which I'm so happy I get to watch on Disney Plus again. Dude, that was uh oh they have them on Disney Plus. Oh yes, they Hold do. The fucking presses, dude. I remember yes, watching that do. on Saturday morning cartoons, bro. Oh, it's so damn! All awesome. the old school X Men stuff. I remember when the first X Men movie came out. I was like, hell yeah, that, that was, was awesome. perfect. That was awesome. So the, the next two you talk out, about binders. Said, if you ever want to meet a true card collector, they're gonna have piles of these. What is yep. that? That is a card box. If, That's an eight hundred my... count of cards in this box. Eight hundred. I have now six you, of these uh, hiding in here. No, no. See, now you've started. Hold on. Give me a second. I'm going to step away from the camera. And then I have two booster boxes that oh, just have a bunch of. Here comes the collections. Bring them out. These just have a bunch of singles in them. What's a so single? So literally. What's the difference? Single card. So you can see all of those individual cards. But don't you have 800 cards that are singles in the other ones? Or are they like yeah. stacks? No, they're literally so what in you, one of those what is this 800 counts. What is this stack? Okay. <laughs> so those are all cards. Right. So are they all like the like multiples of the same card? Is that why it's like No, they I fuck, I haven't looked at these in so long, but a lot of them are either sleeved or collector stuff. Oh. I had them sorted by like energies, by types, by was Jesus. it an actual monster? Was it like an equipment? Was it Dude, because po- Pokemon cards you... have a lot of different stuff. Magic has a lot of like artifacts and. Dude, uh, are you looking at the screen right now? Carrot is bringing out an assortment, bro. <laughs> he's bringing, Hell yeah, dude. He's bringing out. So the yeah, goods. as far as as far as these go, I have like four of these from different sets because we would right. go to our local card shop and buy like a booster box when it came out. And then right. what was cool is our local card shop would do tournaments based on whatever you pulled in the booster box. You'd have to make a deck out of it and play for it. What? Yeah, it was sick. Dude, this is a whole culture I completely didn't, I don't, this is a whole okay. culture I completely missed, dude, as a kid. What's up? Look at the screen. Yeah, look at his fucking boxes back there. So those black boxes you see right there, my finger is touching. Yeah. Those are World of Warcraft uh, trading cards. World of oh, Warcraft gotcha. did a trading card game. They had I a trading card a- game? Yep. Yeah, they did. Bruh. I bought several of the cards. I still have them all. So those have World of Warcraft cards. The other nine boxes you see over here that are stacked, those are Magic the Gathering cards. There's another box on Give top of that. Give me a so moment. And then I have the big square one down here that's this red box. Uh-huh. I've got three of those. What is that? Full of Magic cards. Dude, that, so... Did you like play in tournaments and shit? Did you just go so play I had, the shop? Or? I played in one tournament. Mostly I played so with friends. So why do you have so many cards? Because <laughs> once you go down that rabbit hole, you get sucked in. What is happening right now? So at one point, I actually had a card that was worth, um, I think it was, 
the highest it was sold for was uh, between, I think, two and four thousand dollars. My card was not in mint condition to be able to go for that what? much. I sold it. The fuck 50. are you talking? What was it like? The um, fourth. Not Lotus. I can't remember what the the name of the card is. It was a blue card. It's actually still uh, might not be used now. Might actually be banned now. Yeah, because so many sets and should have been. Yeah, so many sets have been essentially. Jesus Christ, two to four thousand dollars for a card. A buddy uh, of mine no. had a dude. That's rookie numbers. A buddy of no, mine had a rookie. black lotus that was like eighteen grand. No, that, they only in the, the first set that it came out, they only made like two hundred of them, and any of yeah. them that were tracked, they were literally. It was like zero cost tap to make two mana, and literally every, the game revolves around mana. So you have a free two mana cost, and back in the OG days, yep, that card the, was insane. Bro. The uh, the card that I had that max had sold for that much um the only reason that it was that was because mine was the foil version not the regular one what's a foil version <laughs> you guys are, okay on, on any right trading so cards, any normal card like is just default color to it and then uh foil well depending on game to game the there's palette. different foil variations uh, yeah so Yu-Gi-Oh has a fucking million of them magic oh, has God, yeah. reverse foil and then hollow foil i think what yeah it's, so everything it's but the image card, thing. card <laughs> is hollow, that's reverse foil. The actual card art being uh like colored or shiny or anything mm -hmm. is foil. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So if you want to feel even more nuts, uh March fifth, twenty nineteen. I don't remember if you ever heard about this, Carrot, but one of hey. the OG Black Lotuses before they made the new set sold for hundred and sixty six thousand dollars. At auction. Yes, I remember that. Bruh. July last year. What? Yeah. See. What? See, that's why. That's this why card it was dated back in the alpha it. set. Keep them in their packages. Back Black in the alpha Lotus. set when, when uh, it's the alpha set because they were made back in 1993. Hold on. That yeah. card in mint condition you sold for 166 grand. Like if, if oh, you get bro, it, it's because March you it from... Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm read this real quick. Oh my god! For anybody who wants to read this, go to freaking chat. But what I'm looking up, if you're listening online, what I looked up is a, it's from Polygon. It says Magic: The Gathering's Black Lotus sells for 166k at auction, doubling its value. Yep. What yep. the fuck, dude? Do you realize how much money could be made for basically what you would consider black market? I've seen guys sell their World of Warcraft accounts back before you could have the alts you can have now for Dude, nine people... to sixteen grand. Oh, I remember that. There's, so there's I, people yeah. that sell Apex accounts all the fucking time and right. make yeah. bank off so of it. So that's not that doesn't surprise me because in Lineage Two they would sell like Adina was the money source you could sell Adina or you could sell accounts and accounts selling Oopsie. like four to six to ten grand depending on how many alts you had on the account and what items are on there. Yeah. But see, the trading cards are the same. Look at trading cards just like the people, like if you've ever watched freaking help Big Bang Theory, where they're talking about collector's items and you don't take it out of the package. If you could get your hands on like, you know, half of the toys that we had as kids, like hell, VHS tapes. If I'd have held on to any of the VHS tapes my parents had or oh, that I bought back I in the have... day. Oh my God. They're hold worth on, hold on. On. I, I have... I have the original trilogy box set of Star Wars. Bro. Wait, 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 wait. Original, Hold original, on. or original remastered? 
Original, original. Like hold in on. the hold on. You okay. son of a yo, check this out. My wife I have the remastered. Okay, my wife's a Disney fan. She has every single Disney VHS, original VHS from like the eighties and nineties, bro. This Do one is Snow White. One of those are worth. Bro, I'm just looking at it right now. Snow White the Seven Dwarfs VHS. The If it's mint and you can like mint, still have all that shit and you have the paperwork. Mint for started twenty five hundred dollars. For exactly. one. Exactly. So my box is kind of fucked up, but carrot here just for you. You sexy motherfucker. Yo. I have, I had a friend that had a box sitting and I thought it was the original. Dude, that's still cellophane wrap too. Oh no, it's not. No, it's not. Okay. But that is awesome. Yeah. I have, I have a remastered version. Thankfully it's not the gold box remastered version. I also have the VHS version boxed of phantom menace nice. bro nobody gives a shit about pocahontas on vhs it's six dollars <laughs> uh, being being a huge star wars nerd i've spent some serious time collecting some star wars stuff oh yeah this <laughs> this is like my crown jewel of stuff right here oh my god so this is a painted like picture book dated 1979 you can see it right there i don't know if you can oh, see it very shit. well this art is fucking amazing whoa oh yeah whoa look at that look at han solo what the fuck yeah damn it's like paint art it's That's really cool crazy all right so we need to go hang out at Zion's Apparently house. Apparently we go to Zion's <laughs> house. Yeah. My Zion? God, I'm, I'm jealous now. Dude. I thought oh. I was hip with my freaking Star Wars Legos and collectibles. Well, I've, got, I don't have I've, showed, I've showed pictures of my Star Wars like book collection, like part of it, on mm -hmm. to ArcFlow before because he's a Battlefront 2 nerd. Uh, oh. I don't know if you've followed him at all, Carrot, but he's, he's literally streams as the Mandalorian. Yeah, his helmet, full yeah, so kit, cool. and everything. Oh, nice. Um, but he's a good buddy and I showed him pictures cause I have the old, like, so the, I've told Lev about this and I, I kind of a star Wars nerd as the whole book side of things goes. I grew mm -hmm. up reading all the old star Wars books Yeah. from four, five and six, all the in-between stuff. The day after six, they did a book called truce at Bakura. And then they did all of the old now legends books dating out 40 years past episode six hmm. so many different stories and characters and storylines that mm -hmm. are just awesome and that's not canon now, anymore because they came out because with of disney yeah, yeah because disney well i i don't think it was just disney we can't blame solely disney i believe no. that part of the agreement that they had with george lucas is they could only take but the stuff that he created do i have now he now? signed off on all books that were written right but those were, you know, not created with his, that was just created with his world in mind. Because initially when he went ahead and allowed people to write the books, his only stipulation was you can do whatever you want, right. but you're not allowed to kill off any of the main characters. Right. So until right. he let somebody kill off Chewie. Uh, I have the originals and then I have the combination book. Have you ever read the Han Solo adventures? No. Of like him being a kid, meeting Chewie, getting into like the stuff. No, the main books that I so, read were the New Jedi Search, which is where the one I was telling you about the other day when we were talking, where uh, they find the Sun Crusher, and Jedi yeah. or, uh, Luke starts rebuilding the Jedi Order. 
I read Blackfeet, Blackfleet Crisis. I read the entire, well, I say the entire, I read the eight books, the first eight books of the uh, Rogue Squadron series. There's and more I than eight, still, but I there's... Still on those. That's why I said I've, I've read the first eight. Because there's the Rogues, the, and then there's the Wraiths, and I have both. There's, uh, isn't there 10 like total actual is... Rogue Squadron? This podcast has turned into just a collection. Star Wars dream. nerding out. I'm loving yeah, it. Dude, dude so, no, I love it. I'm just learning. I'm learning. I'm soaking dude, shit up. Dude, right if you now. want to see some cool shit, I've we got started. More. Taking, so, how did I get into Marvel and now we're I'm on Star taking, Wars? Dude, I'm taking awesome. like notes over here. Like, I need to read this <laughs> so, book over here. Check, if you think that's cool, check these out. These are paperbacks from 1980, and these are the original versions of the Han Solo stories. Oh, no shit. Oh from when Han he was Solo a kid. And the Lost like, Legacy. For those who are wanna, listening, by Brian Daly. I'm gonna have to go there's, check. There's out three of them. All right, there's Han Solo, so Star Wars, the Star Star's End at Han yep. Solo at Star's End, Brian Daly yep. again, and Han Solo's Revenge, Brian Daly again. Three books. So go there's a three-part series, and then I I don't know how, but the cover got ripped off. This is all three of them put together. Ah, uh, it's a giant. Oh, there's gonna, one giant book. Yeah, I'm gonna have to make a trip out to the Library of Zion and check Apparently, out some. Apparently, man, go check some uh, books out, bro. Best yeah, I'm gonna be your best pen pal, bro. Start sending these books, <laughs> <laughs> dude. One uh... funny side story on Star Wars. I love Star Wars now. When I was a kid, I hated Star Wars. What? It was too long. It was what? too long. When I was a kid, Who are you? No, when I was a kid, it, it wasn't a matter of I hated Star Wars for its story or anything else. Right. It was the fact that I had to sit still over two uh, hours to watch something that's the only reason i didn't like it when yeah. i was a kid by high school but i'd say actually probably before high school probably by middle school so around the time i was like 12 or 13 i loved it from that point on right right and i've loved every minute of star wars since then well maybe not all of jar jar and nobody likes jar jar and okay. whiny anakin big question is jar jar a sith lord Ooh. no but there's a bunch of fan theories about it i know but yeah. i think i think he might be from the fan no. theories I've seen, I think he might be. No, though. no. Why not? No. Dispute. He is entirely too stupid to be a freaking. Well, this is Lord. also. But what if he's playing being dumb? Hmm? Really? You never know. Really? Did you watch he's him too, in episode one? He's too lucky. It's not luck. There's no such thing as luck. Remember? Dude, he's 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 the equivalent of dumb Domino. He's too from the lucky. Marvel. He's so, using the force, and you universe. know it. <laughs> <laughs> dumb domino that's what it is he Where just the has fuck is it? you know what it, no you know what it is i can explain it all the way from one movie okay. right now what you got rogue one okay the force makes everything happen that's supposed to happen yes which is, that is why the only reason jar jar he manipulated survived. he used the no, force he no, manipulated he it nope there's no, no. such thing as in luck rogue remember one, they changed the they in rogue one they wrote it off as to why because okay if you look at all storyline everything that's canon stormtroopers are supposed to be some of the most deadliest yes they are combat everything ever how in the hell is it then from episode four to episode six that they couldn't hit the broadside of a barn True. at any point plot armor the force controls everything oh it's Exactly. They did this All video. Right. I saw this video analysis of uh, Jar Jar Binks when it was episode one. And um, it was like his mouth was moving in the movie. 
and it was like the same time Padme was talking. Like it, was, it made it look like he was well, controlling whole... what Pla Padme was saying. It was like what? Yeah. The whole thing with Jar Jar, like in the creation of him in Episode One Two, they had a really hard time like making him because mm -hmm. this was still before full like three D effects. Yeah. So they had a green screen head with eyes. The scene when they're all sitting at the table in episode one when they meet Shmi, which is Anakin's mom, <laughs> and they're all talking and he like eats the apple and sucks it back in. And then the second time he goes to do it again and Qui-Gon catches it and says, hey, no. Yeah. Uh, that whole scene, it's a dude with a giant fucking head on that's green screened. And like the whole shot from him sucking the thing in is like one of the first like big CG things. That movie has a lot of animation problems. Yeah, it does. That's true. Oh, yeah. uh, but it's just in. It's a funny. I think it's a cool fan I mean, theory because I mean it makes you, sense. He's supposed to be comic it, relief, but he definitely wasn't comic relief. He was in, like in the kill. Yeah, he was supposed to draw in the the newer generations to loving Star Wars, like the generations you know right. our parents and, and in. Uh, back to the. I'm I'm not gonna drag it out too much, but. In the pod race scene with Sebulba, mm -hmm. so when Sebulba and Anakin get locked in and then they break apart, his pod racer explodes before it hits the ground. It's one of the biggest CG issues with Star Wars that people have ever always talked about and laughed about. There's a yep. clip of it. I could probably find it in a couple minutes, but uh, it's I I have a tendency of catching stuff like that. Um especially in movies once i've watched it the first time i yeah. i overanalyze anything so like one of the ones i always go back to and I, I used to drive my mom nuts with this is in the movie true lies oh uh, i love that movie. in true lies if you pay attention in the scene where he rides the elevator up to the top of the hotel on the motorcycle and he rides the motorcycle off of the roof when they do that top-down view and you see the motorcycle go off of the top of the hotel, mm -hmm. if you watch just right, you can see the back end of the motorcycle hit the green screen as it's going out of Aww. shot. You can see the ass end bounce up Aww, before it transitions it. to the other scene where you watch him go flying all the rest of the way down. That always ruins it, man. <laughs> I, 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 I can't help it. Whenever I watch movies, I overanalyze things. But I don't overanalyze. I analyze it. So a lot of the movies that are easy to read, uh, some people get disappointed in that and they consider it lazy writing. And I'm just like, no, because there are some people that they're just able to read that easy yeah. movie. You know, like that's one of the reasons I like most of, and I say most, of M. Night Shyamalan's work, especially his original movies, is he does such a good job of throwing so much shit at you and getting you so caught up in the story that you don't catch all the little nuances that would give you the information you need to know about what the twist is at the end. Right. Like, you know, movies like the, the village I wasn't overly popular with, but it did have an I interesting, like that very much. Um, and the main reason I didn't like that one is, is that they, they played it up to be like this big horror flick and that's not what it was. Right. Um, that was the only reason I was disappointed in that one. Otherwise it was a good movie to an extent. To an extent. Um, my favorites of his are obviously the sixth sense. Yep. Um, I want to say it's called Devil. It's the one where they're all trapped in the elevator. That's a great one. I love that, that one. one. That was awesome. awesome. Such a great psycho thriller. I tuned I, out while I was looking for that CGI video. Who we're talking, talking about M. Night Shyamalan. Movies. M. Night Shyamalan. We're talking about movies that are easily readable and things like that. Like, I love movies that draw me in enough that I don't read what's going to happen. Yeah. I don't sit there and go, 
that's it the still has thing. a shock factor. That's yeah, okay. it's very hard, hard to do now though. I have like, a great recommendation for a movie right now. It's called The Circle. It's on Netflix. Seen it. You've seen Watched it? it? Okay. Watched have you seen it. it yet? Yep. Okay. That movie is literally a room with some pe- spoilers for anybody. Oh listening. wait, 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 wait. Okay. Have okay, you seen this is it? a different movie. Okay, it's a room with people in a circle and that's the the whole movie's based on that. That's it. Okay. I have not seen that okay. movie. When so, you said the circle, I was thinking of the one because my wife and I just literally watched it with um, Tom Hanks and um, oh damn it, what's her name? She played Hermione. Um, Emma Watson. Uh huh. I don't know that. One. And it's 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 a it's an interesting movie. Um, it's uh, basically big. Is that the one that just social. recently came out? Uh, just came out within a few years ago, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's the one uh she ends up working for a company and they're basically like a huge it's it'd be like facebook if they like took over like everything it's like a conglomerate yeah and they're doing all kinds of stuff it's 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 a good movie i don't want to ruin anything for anybody that hasn't seen it right it was an entertaining movie it was very entertaining but it also has a shock factor of holy shit to it on certain things but it's right. it's more it's of like, like a political a- standpoint for social media have you guys seen uh mr robot the show yeah yes yeah i have watched like at least the first two seasons of that like like that where it's like big bad corporation you know hacker group trying to take them down that kind of you know counterculture-esque type feel interesting side note since you brought up mr robot if i don't know if you knew it or not or if you paid attention to the um the opening credits and acknowledgments but the hacker group anonymous mm-hmm. actually gave them input into that show. Oh. They, they, they oversee like all of, when you're looking at, like they're talking about the different hacks that they're doing, any of the lingo, the software that they're using, that's all actual hacking software. Oh, no it's shit. not like most, yeah, it's not like most shows where they just where have the fucking matrix have, effects. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, yeah, the matrix, where it's matrix effect the and the guy's just like, do, 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 do. Oh, look, I got it <laughs> in the No, they're actually using the mainframe. legitimate stuff. <laughs> what happened was, is the guys that created the show, they did all of the, the work, whatever they were going to do beforehand um, for uh, proposing the show. Anonymous found out about it and was like, you need to do this, 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 this. You need to change this, 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 this. No shit. All of this crap. And they were like, uh, how about no? And they're like, okay, you're going to do that or we're going to do this. And they're like, yeah, they're, we're going to okay, dox fine. you essentially. <laughs> yeah. So they were like, okay, fine. So Anonymous actually gives input into that show. They're actually accredited. If you watch, so they're the basically like credit, secretly. Um trying to get more people into hacking by like basically giving them like you know if, so if i'm watching dr you know mr robot and then i'm like what the hell is a blah 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 hack and i google it it might actually pull up an actual hack and you're like eh, maybe i'll yeah. give this old thing a try real quick you know and try it out yep. and hack i'm sure if you want to end up if you want to end up on a list if you want to end up sure. on a list yeah, yeah definitely yeah. i'm a marine dude i'm probably on a list somewhere Oh, you're already on all the lists. On a list somewhere. I, I always tell everybody there's always like so many people that are like, oh my god, they're getting into this, they're getting into I'm that. Pretty I'm pretty sure like, I'm banned from South Korea this, as is, so we're this good. Is, this is my advice, having worked in pretty much every IT field, including cybersecurity. This is my advice to anybody out there that is a conspiracy theory nut that thinks that oh my god, they're going to get all my information. 
if you have an electronic device, doesn't matter if it's connected to the internet, they or have not. Your you have some sort of an electronic device, they have your information. Right. If you've gone to a bank, oh, guess what? They have your information. The right. only way to not have your information is your ass better be living off the grid. You never got a social security number yep. and they don't know you exist. That's literally the only way it's going to happen. Dude, the, the stupidest thing. you have thing... information you don't want anybody to know, don't put it on a computer. Bro, the period. dumbest argument I've ever heard is like, oh, I don't want to get the vaccine because I don't want to be tracked. I'm like, bro. What the? This has GPS on it. What are you fucking talking about? Like, they could track you anyways. What are you? Oh, no, no. The, the that webcam, that might, like, that webcam want... light might not be on all the time, but motherfucker, they're watching. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's all so you stupid. have to do is help. Watch, granted, this is hard to say this because, you know, look at the news the way it is lately, but right, watch sure. the news. There are news reporters out there that have done stories to show how easy it is to hack a webcam. Yes. That's why That's why on my laptops, I tape a freaking piece of damn paper over the top of the webcam. Mm -hmm. And most of the times, if I have my webcam and I don't feel like, you know, I'm not using it or something else, I'll disconnect them. Right. Because if sense. it's not connected, there's a good chance it's not hacked. I mean, right. that's not to say there's not something else in there. I mean, I don't know how many times I've seen different reports in the news of, oh, this company was building motherboards for us and we found an extra device on it. Oh, oh gee. No shit. Yeah. Came out of China, maybe? China? Yes. Mm. Bad actors, so, dude. But there's bad actors everywhere. That's how it China is. China number yeah. one. China number one. So what do you do for work anyways right now, man? I am a developer for the Navy. I work for a contract company. Okay. Um, currently, I develop web apps. Um, using C sharp and JavaScript and all kinds of other fun filled languages. I use visual studio as my, uh, IDE for doing the coding mm -hmm. and pretty much lately it's fixing crap that like 15 different developers have built. <laughs> right. So how did you get into coding and how is that? Do you feel like it's an easy thing to get into because you're a gamer or do you think like you got into gaming because you liked coding or is there any, maybe those two things are just completely separate. What do you, what do you think? I got into coding. Well, here, let's do this. I started on computers at the age of probably eight or nine. My mm -hmm. dad had um, an old 486 with DOS shell on it. Mm -hmm. uh, mainly played text-based games. Like we had one that was, Kind of like clue. did you play mud old school muds yeah, yeah old school muds um then um as time progressed i've just kept messing with pcs and whatnot when i joined the marine corps i knew i wanted to do something in computers that's right. all i knew i wanted to do you know most people go in freaking the marine corps and they end up freaking open mos infantry, infantry. infantry. oh yeah your boots told, good luck yep. yeah my, me, I told my uh, recruiter, I was like, I don't care what I do as long as it's in computers. So I went in open 4000 series, which at the time 4000 was anything IT. Right. And I ended up being 4066, which was basically, I was the guy that fixed the desktops, computers, you know, fixed your Outlook installs and shit like that. Um, the easy stuff. Yeah. So I didn't actually progress to development. When I was in high school, I did take some um, coding classes. It was the, what was the languages? I think we did Turbo Pascal and uh, Basic, mm -hmm. QBasic maybe. And I honestly, in high school, I hated every minute of it. Yeah, dude. Because I was so shit at writing it. But then I, I came to realize later that that's really how development teams work. You have, yeah, people you got people that are good slaving at on it. Things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I may go in and build, 
you know, like let's say I built freaking Discord. So I might build the part that runs like the video concept. Meanwhile, you might be better with building the shit that runs all the chat channels. Calls. And, you know, all these different things. So in high school, I was like, development seems like it'd be cool because programming and oh my God. But I was like, no, I don't really care for that. So it wasn't until fast forward to about, oh God, damn near eight years ago now. I've been doing development. Um, all of my stuff is on the job. Like I've not, I've never had any certifications in anything that's development based. I've not had any formal training. Everything I've done, I've Googled and figured out how to do on my own. Right. I've, I've figured out how to read code, um, from working with a buddy of mine. So, so that's uh, the way to do it, man. It's like, if you're going to jump into the IT field, it's like, it's so hands-on and it's such a fast moving thing. You have to learn it on the fly anyways. Yeah. You know? And you constantly have to keep up to date with what you're working on. If right. you don't, it can be out of date and then you're like, uh, yeah. Yeah. How did you, so, so when you got into coding, like, cause I've been trying to learn to code myself and it's fucking hard it is not easy. How the no, hell did you like, so it's <laughs> so, a top down question, but I feel like coding for me personally is like when it comes to gaming because gaming has these if you i've been playing games for 25 years man so i i kind i know like each game has like a premise certain movements you gotta know once you know those movements you gotta figure out some there, every every game is basically the same game except for minor details and then it's a you, you pick a genre and then it's like minor details left mm-hmm. or right and that's it once you know those like it's a game and you can figure it out and you can play within the parameters right same thing with yeah. coding coding's kind of like you know the language that's your foundation and you got your genre and it might be like for you we'll take the discord thing right so you discord mm-hmm. video that's your genre that's your lane and then you just try and stay within that lane as much as you possibly can and, and knock it out until the game's the game's complete right yeah um, but coding though is a whole because you're building it from scratch. I never understood how you build something straight from it, scratch ever. It is a monster thing. Uh, what threw me into coding was at the time I was actually a SharePoint site administrator, um, and a buddy of mine got tasked with we were bringing this other application down, and this particular thing spit out these flat text file reports. What is well, that? they want to speak in a whole other, you're literally speaking another flat, language right now. Flat text file reports is basically just picture like let's say you go look at your bank statement online, right? Okay. Okay, So you see all your information in there. A flat text file report is basically the, whenever you see like a printer friendly version, Mm -hmm. that's what it is. It's that information printed out in a nice little format in a text document. Got it. it, That's what that is. Well, they wanted to take those reports, put links to them on a web page and convert them into PDFs. And my buddy came to me because I've always had this thing of if I get tasked with something, if I don't know how to do it, I'll try and figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. Like I went with zero knowledge of um, Oracle Forms and Reports, which is basically another thing that develops, you know, when you go to a web page and you you go and you see all these different things, they're all built in different pieces. Okay. Some apps are built in Oracle Forms and Reports. They handle, you know, the niceties, the, the window you see when you launch like your Battle.net app or your, your Steam. Right. Just think of it like that. This right. is the back end that runs that displays your data, displays your menus, whatever you have in there. Okay. So I had no knowledge of that. We had to move it from one operating system to another, which is a bitch. Cause anybody that's ever worked with Oracle knows that Oracle is a pain in the ass. In a matter of three months, I went from zero knowledge on how to set up those servers in any environment to, I set it up in windows and in Linux moved our app from 
um, Sun Solaris, which is a form of like Linux HPUX OS. Sure. Moved it from that to this other one, which was a bitch. Got them set up and configured and had the app up and running with no knowledge on how to do that previously. So I figured out how to do it in three months. You're basically speaking hieroglyphics. I hope you get paid a lot because you're speaking. Oh, I do. You're getting paid. You're getting speaking all sorts of hieroglyphics right now and i'm so glad there are people like you in the world because i don't know shit if the internet turned off tomorrow i'd go right back to being a marine in the fucking woods like ooh, ooga, ooga. like i was immediately like immediately here's here's the worst part is with me not having the formal training me basically just googling a figure you ever see that meme where it says i'm an it guy and i have a job because you don't know how to google literally true Okay, I now want an IT job because I Google. I have I am Google foo. I I got some Google. But see, foo, it's bro. not it's not just the Google foo. It's also being able to apply basic troubleshooting and shit like that too. I got that. Which we've yeah, had and people not, that and not just tank out and go fuck it. Me smash yeah. rock smash rock no work troubleshoot yeah. bad. Because <laughs> we've we've had guys that I've worked with that no, and some of them had had years of experience. Yeah. See, Chrissy says turn see, it off, turn it back turn it off. Turn, that's yep. me. If that doesn't work, I'm out. I will tell that you. Point. I will tell you as an IT rep. If you've never watched the show, watch the IT crowd. It's a British comedy show. Okay. It is freaking hilarious. I've seen it's the guy with the, makes, the frizzy hair, right? Yeah, that guy, yeah. That guy's hilarious. I've seen memes it, of him. He's hilarious. It makes it makes fun of a lot of IT stuff. But here's the number one thing, especially with Windows. Nine times out of 10, if your system is hanging up, screwing up, if you turn it off, turn it back on, you're probably going to unscrew whatever's wrong. Nine times out of 10. Yeah. The other one time means that you have corrupted files or something else that is not going to be corrected by a reboot. Right. And they require reinstallation of software, removal of certain software. It just depends. But most of the time, when you're having issues on a system, reboot it. Right. It'll probably fix See, it. See the great knowledge from Carrot right here, right here. Unless you do what we, unless you do what we did when we swapped hard drives and fucked my computer all up because we ended up changing what my OS was. Uh, yeah, you also have to be careful of what you set as the primary hard drive and the hardware when you do that. Yeah. Well, it, it, you plug the right back in as it, the primary. Or well, no, it it know. ate my fucking OS. So I had a hard drive one terabyte, and then I had a two fifty six with Windows on it, and it, for when I swapped my one terabyte SSD into the system, it overshadowed that as primary rather than the one that actually had my OS. Hmm. So I had to use, I had to take a thumb drive and backload the OS onto the thumb drive and then plug and play that into the one terabyte SSD to loop okay. around. Hmm. So the computer you did this on, did you build it yourself or was this a pre-built you bought? Pre-built. Okay, and when you put in the one terabyte, did you disconnect the 256 as well, or no? Okay, to me, it sounds like potentially somebody hooked that hard drive into the wrong slot. Most of the motherboards, I believe, if I'm and I might be wrong, it's been a while since I've done hardware work, but I know it was this way with IDE, and I'm pretty sure it's this way even with the SATA. The SATA ports on the motherboard are numbered yep. zero to whatever. Whatever's in that zero is your primary hard drive. Yep. If you yeah. swap that, we didn't it swap it. Angry. We just added. No, no, no. I'm not saying you did. I'm not yeah. saying you did. Yeah. It will get angry. But here's the other thing: if, for instance, let's say that whoever built your computer plugged it into the number one slot, and that was the only drive, no harm, no foul. It's going to read that because it's the only drive it sees. 
But if you added the other drive and that plugged it into the zero slot, you've now made that one the primary. That's why I'm going to have K-State build my second PC. So <laughs> I can help you with that too, man. I got your back, bro. But K-State is also and, a beast. He knows his shit. And, and here's a, another tip that I learned the very hard way. And thankfully, well, I shouldn't say the very hard way. I learned it the nice hard way. Um, when I built my first computer, I had no clue what I was doing. I bought, I went, I went and took out a loan with Omni military loans, which was bad. That's like the 32% <laughs> such, such a fucking marine. Oh, so yeah, so bad. So I went out and took out like a two grand loan at 30% interest, Jesus went and bought all the parts. And I put, fucking hell. Oh yeah, it was bad. Put Did the, the Navy put, fed loans were you that fucking bro? Well, see, here's the thing. I was at that time I was a PFC. Oh Jesus. And my account was with Pacific Marine. Oh God. Who was the worst? Like I went to them and was like, I'd like to get a loan for two thousand dollars. Now, granted, I had zero credit at this point. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I would Na like a loan Navy for two thousand dollars. Navy Fed didn't shark us like, for fucking nothing. Everything on oh, there no, no. was free. Navy yeah. Fed. Navy Fed is good. Yeah. But here was the thing. When I came in. I couldn't get Navy fit. I was a West Coast Marine. Oh. So I was stuck with Pacific Marine until either I ended up on the East Coast or I went to Japan. That was the only way at that time you could get a Navy Federal account. Yep. Yeah. So I was stuck with Pacific Marine. When I went and asked them for a loan, they're like, no, but we'll give you uh, $500 at 17% interest. And I was like, um, how about no? Yeah. Because $500 ain't going to give me shit. Yeah. So that's why I went to Omni, and Omni was like, yeah, sure, we'll give you the money. Here you go. 3,000, 30% interest. <laughs> so I went and I bought all the parts, brought it home, put it together, got everything in, put it into my freaking, uh, my secretary there, powered it on, and it went, immediately turned off. Would not turn back on. And I was like, what the fuck is going on with this thing? So like I said, this was my first computer. I didn't have a whole lot of hardware experience. We had a um, petty officer first class that worked down at the uh, Naval Hospital or the, our little med station that I knew for a fact was an IT guru, especially hardware related. He knew his shit in and out. And so I went down and saw him one day and I was like, or the, the next day after I had done that, and I was like, hey man, I just bought a bunch of parts, you know, powered off, it's not working. You think you can take a look at it? He's like, yeah, sure, bring it to me, I'll take it home. So he takes it home, he brings it back to me the next day, and he goes, you were the luckiest motherfucker on earth. And I was like, okay. He goes, first off, what you did wrong was you put the motherboard directly on the case. Oh, no. Yes, I did not know about the little fucking brass spacers that came with it no. that you were supposed to do that. Didn't read any instructions. I just put all the damn parts in, right? So... You basically nuked <laughs> your fucking mother. Exactly. <laughs> Judging by Zion's face, he knows enough to know exactly what you what the potential for the damages were here, right? I lucked out. Oh the my only God. thing I blew was the $25 power supply. Oh, uh, you got lucky. Yeah. Dude, I got, you got lucky. super lucky. Yeah, probably shorted and, it. it shorted and it. He had, oh, yeah, it did. It shorted it. He had a backup. He was like, first off, these are supposed to go in between the motherboard and the case. He goes, secondly, you owe me 25 bucks for the power supply. Because <laughs> he had a spare one at the house. I was like, oh, shit. Dude, you're so lucky you didn't just nuke your oh, shit, dude. Hey, so do bad. me a, do me a favor. Carrot, uh, this is random. Go to the chat real quick. Type in giveaway. For some reason, right. I can't close entries. So one of you, it's to get you guys a mug. So since there's nobody else that wanted, you already got a mug, Zion. So don't you put an entry in. Don't, fuck it. He fucking did it anyways. He fucking did it anyways. 
Let me see if I can go back. Wait, 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 wait. Is he drinking from the... He is. <laughs> he's fucking... He's already got... He's got he's like eight. Like, fuck? He's like... Let me see. Pick winner. Booyah. Chrissy won anyways. There you I was go. Say, even if I won it, I'd give it to her. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. It, it, I'll probably be the one drinking out of it. There you stream. go. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get you guys... I'll get you guys a, um, a shirt as well. So I'll make sure I get that for you. Awesome. Um, awesome. Dude, okay, so I wanted to talk a little bit before we get off World of Warcraft. Now we're going to switch it back up a little bit. Um, yep. Shadowlands. What do you know about Shadowlands? What are you looking forward to the most in Shadowlands? I am looking forward to, in Shadowlands, two things. One, I always look for in World of Warcraft. It's one thing that I've always enjoyed, even in the expansions that drove me nuts, mm -hmm. is the storyline. They've yeah. always told a great story. And from Wrath of the Lich King on with them adding all of the in-game cinematics that they have, you know, Wrathgate being the very first one they ever did. I still remember the first time I hit that and my jaw just like hitting yeah. the floor. Yeah. I still watch those videos just to pump me up. They're badass. Uh, one of the guys I used to watch on YouTube until he just went completely negative. And right now his name escapes me, but I stopped watching him because he just like, he's a British guy that just... Anytime you would get on, it was nothing but Blizzard bashing all the time. Was it Bellular? No, it wasn't Bellular. Bellular, I still watch. Uh, this guy was uh, a little bit heavier set, had a bit of a beard, and very angry. Um, <laughs> very was, angry. Oh, his uh, his YouTube is heels versus babyface. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's. It, but he he at one point he was funny to watch, and then after a while it just got old because yeah, he's it didn't bashing. matter what it didn't matter what Blizzard or anybody said. It was just constant negative bashing and right. i was just like i'm done watching you you know whatever but um i remember watching the wrathgate scene and just mm -hmm. loving the hell out of it and the reason i referenced heels versus baby's face is he made a statement one time of um that he would actually pay blizzard to just do cinematic movies yeah like build movies with just their cinematics and I would watch them because yeah, that, watch them too. that's one of the, the leading things that draws me back to WoW is the story. Yeah. Because they that's one thing, even in my most hated expansion, Warlords of Denor, and the only reason I hate it so much is the fact of how much they promised and the fact that I paid full price for an expansion mm -hmm. and got maybe a third of the content that would normally come out with an expansion. And that is the same that as BFA, brother. is what disappointed me. No, BFA, I, I will admit, BFA does have its faults. BFA Ugh. does have some issues. Some, but, some, but a few. But y'all are missing me with all this WoW talk. Uh -huh, okay. They huh. they put yeah. in quite a bit of content. WoW's downside is, and especially when you compare it to Final Fantasy fourteen, mm -hmm. they do or not 11. reuse. No, I wouldn't even compare it to eleven. Eleven's got its own separate it's issues. It's a world it's, apparently. It's it's oh it's, so it's BFA. Well. All right, so. Oh. For, for WoW, for me, the biggest problem with them is is that they don't reuse enough old content. Yes, and every they time they come out with a new expansion, they try to add something new that is either a slight tweak on something that everybody hated. Like, I don't know, the mission tables that have been in for how long now? And everybody's yeah. like, it's like okay. Destiny having the same missions out, over and over yes, and over exactly. and over and over and over and over. Same thing with Destiny, exactly. Uh, and getting well, the same a, dog shit loot for four yes. seasons. Well, yeah. So Love Destiny it. and WoW. So this is the thing I hate. It's, this is the number one thing. And they, they made it even worse in BFA. And this is what pissed me off. Okay. 
So I'm going to make some correlations to Destiny 2 here. So back in Destiny 2, when Destiny 2 first dropped, it had roles. Everything had a secure role, right? We'll, we'll say that was WoW Classic. So you had static, and yeah. now you have randoms. Now you have randoms, okay? So you had static roles, just like WoW Classic. So WoW has had random roles for a long time. But then they started adding this loot bullshit where you'd go into timed content that also had random roles. So now you'd have this kind of bullshit that would be like, go to this boss, you know it's gonna drop this weapon, but this weapon's gonna have random roles, random stats. That's bullshit enough. Number two, they added a system called corruption, which then again adds another layer of the randomness. So your chances of getting a good fucking roll was like slim to none, and it was time-gated content. So it's not like you could rerun that raid. Once your character was done with that raid for the week, you're done with that fucking raid for the week, and you miss out. I just got tired of playing BFA because I got my character to 445, and I couldn't get fucking past it. I was mm, stuck at 445 forever. I couldn't get past that power level whatsoever. No matter how many Mythic Plus I ran, raids, I just had no fucking luck in anything. And if I did get something good, it wasn't as good as the corruption gear I had at 445. So a 450 yeah. piece was fucking worthless to me. It was like, what Having, are we doing here? That's that's their 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 biggest problems is their their loot and kind of end game stuff. Yeah, like they do good. They do good with the story. But it's their in-game mechanics where they kind of screw stuff up and they don't right. always listen to their player base okay. on what the players like what the players want they try to to throw something in there and, and i understand that coming from a development standpoint that's the other thing with becoming a developer even though it's not game right i have a whole new respect for developers i used oh, to yeah. be one of those guys that would bitch on patch day because this wasn't working or that wasn't working or this didn't come up right now that i work in development i'm like nope i got a whole new respect for them i will never like i will bitch about something they purposely put in that's jacked up right. okay i'll bitch about i'll about. bitch about abilities or stuff not working or not having the correct cooldown or animation right a month after it's come out right but yeah, i won't right. do it on the then, instance right. then those are valid but on the same note the other thing to keep in mind too with those types of problems is okay for an animation if it's not actually breaking gameplay it just looks like shit mm. you're going to prioritize a fix of let's say it let's actually say working put, let's right. let's yeah let's say they put in um uh, a rare drop weapon that for whatever reason it was supposed to do this but instead you can walk in and melt the entire raid by yourself with one shot as destiny 2 with the uh, was it trace rifles in pvp yeah, okay. gonna... no, it's autos were bad for a minute. The autos yeah. are still nuts right now, but um, they actually introduced kind of a cool thing with this season with um, the season of arrivals, mm -hmm. and they did some war mine centered stuff. You can actually farm with the umbral ingrams for one of two things per kit. There's like a bunch of different uh, seeded umbral ingrams, they're focused on two things. There's one that's kind of absurd. Any of the Seraph round weapons, the new, it's the new version of the old Ikelos guns that you could okay. get from EP, mm -hmm. they revamped them to not just have the static rolls. They also have random rolls. But okay. what's cool is you could have them and you can sync a mod into one of your armor pieces that's, uh, it, I don't know what the name of it is, but it drops a globe and it's a, uh, it's a detonatable what? Valkyrie. What? Yeah, so you can like make a grenade a... or something. Yeah, it clears all ads within the current map. What? Yeah, it's Bro, nasty. Wow. 
So you can be running a nightfall, clearing a room. So you're doing master nightfall, GM, whatever. And you can be clearing a room, going through, and all the little yellow bars and common ads are kicking your ass every time. Now they've introduced this orb that you just run up. You kill something with a Seraph Icolos weapon. It spawns the orb. You shoot it with one of the Icolos guns. Boom. All the ads in the room are dead. That's Small awesome. ads. Not necessarily elites like yellow bars, right. manageables, like minotaurs and stuff if you're fighting like Vex or whatever. But it's it's kind of sick. I actually, I've been playing with it. I was like, dude, this is dope. That's pretty fun. Nice. So in Shadowlands, what I'm really looking forward to is Torghast. I think that's going to be a cool piece of content. One piece of content I liked in Legion a lot, even though it was time-gated, I didn't like that. Like you did your run for the week and then it was over. Same thing mm. with like the class, like, was it class hall missions and stuff like No, it was yeah. the... This is the the nightfall, not nightfall. It was um something. Suramar. Yeah, whatever it was in Suramar. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, um, but I liked it. Is you can just go in there and you can get stronger mm -hmm. every single week. It's kind of cool. With Torghast, you can do it as many times as you want. They took away the weekly limit, so now you just keep running it. But now it has on top of that, it has random abilities that will drop per run. So they've added mm -hmm. a level of craziness to it because you you become like this. You're level sixty avatar. So let's say you're a paladin, right? Um, and you're a paladin that throws fucking hammers. You're a ret paladin. Well, you can get a buff. One level gives you a buff where you can throw paladin hammers every fucking two seconds. So all of a sudden you're just throwing hammers like a motherfucker. So forgive me, ret paladin meaning what? Retribution? Retribution paladin. Yeah, yeah it's retribution. Like big two-hander with like and going and using the holy power to, to smite people to death. The only reason I know that's because League and Garen going for retribution. Yeah, that's basically he's best at <laughs> ret paladin. Yeah. Um, but Torghast is cool because it's like a, uh, so for Final Fantasy 14 it's like the um, what was that that place we'd run over and over again? Oh, uh, Palace of the yeah. Dead. It was like Palace of the Dead. Yeah. yeah. So it was. It, it's like that, but with like uh, WoW level boss fights, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool because in Palace of the Dead, it's just enemies and you just heal through them and it's no big deal. And you get that boss every, what, 10 levels or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, but in Torghast, every level has a main boss. Every level has like different things you have to dodge and debuffs and buffs. And then you can also run in a party of four, which is really cool. So you can run like a nightfalls type thing, but that'll be- I know, you, I know you're gonna be time sinking into that. While you're time sinking into that, I'm gonna be getting back into D2 a little bit, I think. I knew it was coming. I knew With, it was coming. I think, I I've think been, you need to convert Zion to- uh, I've to been, I'm not doing sub games. I can't he, do subscription games. He doesn't like see, here's the thing, games. here's the thing. For as much as I you I don't like, like subscription game games. Now listen, and the listen. second thing is, for whatever reason, I can never, Lev can attest to this in FF14 or whatever mm -hmm. the MMO we played, I just can't get down having to have like 15 different abilities on screen and being able to know like in sequence, keep them in order and track all His of them actively. He doesn't like the rotations. Right, so. He doesn't here's, like rotations. Here's the thing. Here's the thing for you. One. I like having shit on my mouse and hitting like it's, melee, nade, yeah. ultimate. That's <laughs> yeah. it. All right. So here's the thing. Number one, World of Warcraft, you have the ability, and for as much as you game, this would not be a problem for you. You have the ability to earn up enough gold to buy game time with yep. in-game currency. Mm -hmm. Number two, you could actually play uh, one of like three classes that only takes a handful of abilities. Like four and months. they have this wonderful add-on called Max DPS, which literally puts a fucking highlighted circle around the button to hit over and over and over again for your rotation. 
based on your class. I'm gonna spec. write that down and put that on mine as well. <laughs> max Max DPS. They have modules for every class, so you have to get the main uh, add-on and, and whatever add classes you want to play. Most of the classes are, you know, the the core roots of the abilities you have to constantly use for your DPS rotation. It's usually only about four or five abilities. Yeah. All the other shit is circumstantial, extra stuff. And you, in actuality, if you build it out the right way, you still only work out with about four or five buttons because yeah. there are macros that you would create that go into one of those button fields that will trigger off some of your cooldowns that you need to do in order to really maximize that DPS. Yeah, so you can have like with your ability. one, three, five, six, like in a sequence or whatever. Yeah. You do it where it's literally you press one button, you press the number one button twice, and the first tap is like all of your cooldowns, and the second tap is the primary attack or something like that. Exactly. I do it on my Fury Warrior. I do it where it's a, it's a, it drops like Avatar and Rage, Enraged, and one other, and I just hit, I hit literally been, number one three times, and it's like, I've been tinkering time. with the new mouse that I got a while back, the mm -hmm. Razor Viper Wireless. And it has, it's built to be ambidextrous, so you can use either side, but it has mouse buttons on both sides. Oh. So I have melee, grenade, and then on the other side I have ultimate for like Apex or Destiny, and then I have either map or menu usually, depending on what game we're it. playing. So I have spell breaks like item menu, so I can pull up and drop like meds or whatever, or I can pull up the map on one of my mouse buttons, and then I'm just, rather than being in a fight and having to go M all the way across my keyboard, I just go mouse button okay i'm looking at the map right if i could make a uh, a better suggestion this would probably work out for you and i think especially for the games that you play this would actually work out well is you could go with the naga trinity which is what i have since i can get it out here in camera i have it okay the one with the, tw the one with the 12 count button stack on it i have the no. swappable plates yes and i use this one here i didn't like it buttons. for two reasons mm -hmm. one my right mouse stopped working it was like double trigger itself for some reason Ooh. And then, uh, yeah, it was Thank like you. it was having a, How long it was having an it? issue. I had it like eight months. See, and that's the weird thing is I've heard various people having issues. Like I, I went full. I razor. had, I, yeah, have... I had a right mouse stutter where I'd be playing Apex and I'd ADS and then it would ADS out. I'd still be holding the the scope down, and it was like, what the fuck? Oh, that sucks. That's and then uh, the other, the other, yeah, yeah, something. And I thought about buying another one, but then this one came out. And I can play it either wireless or wired, and I just enjoy it. Right. I just play it wired, so there's no latency. That's what I do. But D2, new map, Europa looks interesting. Um, the new subclasses look amazing. Yeah. And they're changing their fucking loot system finally. What are they They've changing come it out, to? Deej and Kamo, Cosmo have come out and said, because they just tested something recently, they made double Nightfall ordeal loot. So whenever you were in the Nightfalls, you could get two times the loot. So okay. normally, if you did a GM or a Masters run, and you get like four enhancement prisms and a golf ball, which is what you need right. to level up your exotics or hit your stuff to like level 10 for your armor stuff. Mm -hmm. They made it so if you drop four enhancement prisms, you have odds on of getting eight or 10 enhancement prisms. If oh. you get a golf ball, you get two or four golf balls. It's a multiplicative mm. double, and it's kind of sick. People were farming two exotic pieces at a time because normally you'll you have a chance to get an exotic whenever you would get one exotic you get two and in any of those nightfalls they roll with like 65 plus on stats so you're farming like the high-end gear effectively and they've come out and said Deej and Cosmo have come out and said that 
for uh, whatever next season Beyond Light is going to be called, that they're looking at changing and inno like innovating the new loot system. So it's not just they're going to have that on rotation for Nightfalls. So you'll have double loot whenever it's Nightfall week right. for Vanguard. But then when you've got Crucible, we've had double and triple Infamy. Woo. Yeah. But now they're mm -hmm. thinking about doubling rewards in that. So you occasionally you'll get like the new Umbral ramps, you'll get mm. new primaries, you'll get new, uh, like you'll get a second or third armor piece it usually drops, which those are just shards, but right. still it's better than nothing. Now you get nine shards instead of one, three shards. Right. Uh, so and then Gambit. The loot pool by a bunch, like going like the Diablo route. And of. yeah, and Gambit would also do the same thing rather than just double or triple infamy, you would also get extra primes, extra mm. umbrals, extra, like same thing. It, it sounds interesting. And the new map and the new stuff they've been releasing for Europa looks promising. I'm, and they're getting I'm rid of a excited. lot of the old weapons right now. They're... So they're sunsetting, as in it won't be used for like competitive stuff. So if you're doing right. light-based like Banner, uh, <clears throat> Freelance, Elim, and uh, like the Ordeals and stuff, anything that's light-locked, you won't be able to use it in. But for like Classic and like using stuff, I don't know how exactly it works, but everything pre, I think the season of... Either Season of Undying or the season when Saint came back. Everything before that is Sunset. Okay. So all of the old rituals, Luna, Not Forgotten, Revoker, Recluse, Mountaintop, all of them Shit. gone. Shit. All of the, all of the old, <laughs> like the only new ones that stay are like Python, the shotgun from Gambit. Uh -huh. uh, Wendigo's gone, which is that nade launcher with blinding nades. Mm -hmm. um, a bunch of the old like god tier PvP stuff, Spare Rations, Beloved, gone. Jesus. Like. Yeah, so you're going to have to farm. People are farming for the newer gear stuff, and a lot of people are doing the auto rifles and whatnot. Right. So, like, Gnawing Hunger, a couple of the new exotics. They brought Wither Horde back, and it's nuts. They brought um, they brought Traveler's Trojan, which is like a new sidearm. Anytime you get a kill, it charges all your abilities. What? You reload. Yeah, so you reload. Oh you kill God. something, you get a stack. You kill 10 things, you get 10 stacks. And if you reload... Uh, with all 10 stacks it consumes it and then it forces you to get that much ability melee and like super. tactical ability power and uh -huh. super yeah it's kind of clean Christ. i like it yeah i mean i'm glad i'm glad that the developers have not given up they could have easily given up on d2 because of such a, a lot of people launch. are freaking out because it got leaked that they're getting a new engine Dude, I'm good. And, I'd be glad. That'd be great. Well, we had the leap of an engine from D1 to D2. Right. I didn't experience that. I just experienced D2. Now they're talking about trying to at least update the engine, and then maybe going into D3, they'll do a new overhaul again. They've been bitching about... That's the problem with D, though, is that they've been bitching about their engine and how hard it is to implement new things because of slow the engine was from D1. Like, it took forever to make new content in D1. But the same thing is true in D2. They can't make the changes they need to in D2 without getting a new engine. It's oh, the same fucking problem. they can. Just... Um, I'm hoping. I'm gonna send you a couple videos, and I don't think it'll bring you back, but it'll definitely get you intrigued. Mm, I, I mean, I have it downloaded. I just haven't played it. So there's two things that look interesting. Oh God. When we get into Europa, so it's a new planetary environment because a lot of the old planets are getting cycled out thanks to the darkness is invading. It's here. Right. So we're pulling off of Mercury, Mars, and Io. Asher. Uh, Anna and Vance are all getting pulled off of their planets and getting told, hey, get the fuck out. We got to go. Right. 
So in response to that, they're introducing Europa, which will be the new map type. It's a frozen tundra underneath which there's an old uh, like Vex platform and Varix sends up a signal. And this is going to be the introduction to Europa is Varix is like, hey, you guys need to come help. We got to get this shit fixed. And they're going to introduce like the darkness subclasses via they're bringing the stranger back. Oh. And she's she's going to help. Oh, no, I'm gonna come getting back. Us... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're bringing the stranger back, and the stranger, stranger is gonna introduce the shard of darkness, which is gonna unlock the new subclasses. Which is, uh, Titan gets to freeze stuff, I'm and I.E. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in trouble. I'll Wait, send you a couple of videos. Stuff? Houndish, Houndish made one badass launch? video the other day. Oh my god, what is all of this supposed to launch? November 10th when Beyond Light comes out. That's so oh, soon. Recall <laughs> birthday. Oh no. I'm gonna be in trouble, bro. I'm gonna be in trouble. Dude, alright, send them my way. I'm checking my check them out, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's all I'll be so oh. October twenty-sixth for World of Warcraft. Right? Or twenty-seventh, Shadowlands, and then Cyberpunk 10th. sometime holiday. Yeah, sometime holiday Cyberpunk. I still haven't looked at Cyberpunk. I thought they pushed it back, didn't they push it back? I'm pretty sure they well, did. Well, they did once. They'll probably do it again. I haven't heard shit. And usually they'd be marketing it like crazy by now if they were going to release it anytime soon. I haven't seen any marketing for it whatsoever. So I doubt mm. it. That's how all these games, like these AAA games, that's how they do it. They all, like, for example, when Witcher 3 was about to come out, they marketed for like six months before the release. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're also making it so the ghost is upgradable. <laughs> so you'll be able to mod oh, yeah. the ghost and have, like, guiding light and, uh, the speed, so, the speed drop oh, of the fucking. I'm yeah, so what you're, what you're, rather than having just the bugged, rather than doing the bugged ghost like I had to do. Right. What you're, what you're telling me is is that uh, level's gonna be playing WoW for about two weeks, so that it's gonna be peace out. No, bitches. I'll be playing. Well, here's the thing: D2 for me, I can Depends. only do. I don't know if I'm gonna do competitive side of it again. I just I don't think can't. so. I I was gonna talk to you about that too, and that's the same thing with WoW. Like, I don't think I could personally time sync like i want to because i don't have it in me to do like the competitive side of things very much anymore no. i don't like feeling sweaty i don't like feeling like the term sweaty is just a d thing it's been in forever for competitive gaming it's just like that that like all stakes are on you know like that that super competitive feel like i i hate losing and i'm already competitive as is but if i feed into it it just gets worse you know what I mean? one of the tree toppers that's <laughs> yeah that's that's why i don't play like um my my rage quit game of choice like literally i've wanted to like pick up my keyboard and break it in half league of legends yeah i, I can't that. do league just because mobas just pissed me off yeah me too i i uh, can play games like that if i have somebody like even spell break i i can't do that one by myself like i've done a couple rounds by myself without you guys and i'm like Lev and I are the opposite. I we both we both it. enjoy solo more than squads. Yeah. I, <laughs> dude, I got it. Well, I got a squad win actually earlier today. Uh, yeah, just, we cool. flowed right. So sometimes squads will work. The problem is like in spell when break. Beats, like no, it's not just that. No, no, no. It's not. It's not. It's not the skill base of the game. We the got problem, a dub with you, I think. Right? Yeah, we, we got one dub. It was the pacing of the mm -hmm. game. But it's the pacing of that game that's weird because you have just, to go slow and then go fast. Exactly. It's, like yeah. you loot, you loot 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 
maybe do like one or two and middle fights, try not to burn all your heals, get to end game, and then just brawl. And then it's balls to the wall. Yeah, that's the problem with that game right now. Is that there's no constant, there's no consistent fighting most of the time. If you land correctly, if you don't land correctly, early, I think early fights are always garbage. You're the one who chooses oh, yeah. all the fucking spots we drop. What are we talking one, about? One, one other, <laughs> where we one die. other word, one other word, and it's the last thing I'll say on D2. What? Hawkman. No, I love that gun. <laughs> that, that was my favorite gun in D1. My absolute favorite because I could one-tap people randomly with luck in the chamber. Oh yeah, that's that's it. Hawkman. I'm going back. See, now he's, he's, um, I was going to say, he's going to go um, back. going gonna back. Let's go ahead. And, I, well, here, I still have this Destiny 2 poster back here that's staring me in the face every time I walk in. I here. thought about buying one of those It's framed. Look at this motherfucker. It's goddamn, it's framed. It's I thought about buying one of the metal wallpaper things. Up there. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about buying one of the metal wallpaper things, and it's literally so I can't screen share on the stream, but yeah. I'll screen share to you guys after the stream. I have a wallpaper that's kind of sick okay. for D2. Um, dude, I'm t dude, I want to check it out. All right, now, so, but the thing is, like, I, this is how I want to compartmentalize it, right? Wow itches something that I don't get in D2. It's the loot grind, it's the storyline. D D2 passive. has a good storyline, but yeah, you kind of get on, you go to this one town, you pick some quests up, you go kill some things, you run a dungeon. It's all very, like, progressive. Very, very progressive. Mm -hmm. D2 is like a fucking mad dash. You get on, there's like a million buttons. Do I do bounties? Do I do fucking nightfalls? Oh, I gotta do dungeons still. Oh my god, I need to fucking run this. I haven't done my nightfalls Bounty, bounty XP. Bounties for XP for the season pass. Yeah. Pinnacles. Yep. And then, now you've got Umbrals. Which... There's I've so been ignoring buttons. the pinnacles and literally just been grinding the fucking umbrals out because I got God roll gnawing. I got the God roll new sword that literally just fucking one tap stuff. So we did, um, we did the prophecy dungeon, which is that, mm -hmm. that one on the moon that was an absolute bitch yep. with that sword. You can shred the yellow bar enemies in there in like four hits. Oh man. I didn't even get it's that, literally man. power creep at its <laughs> finest. It's fucking insane. I'm going to have to you go hit, back to D2. You, hit, you better help so me get the sword. You better help me get the God sword. roll for the sword. You hit four melee light melee or three light melee attacks Ooh, and it nice feeds blood. you. It feeds you heavy ammo back into the sword. Bro, come on. So you'll hit three swings. It'll give you two, two hits back. You'll hit three swings. It'll give you two hits back. Your right mouse takes up five energy. Or five swings, but it does a big whirlwind that does fucking mondo damage. Bro, I need that. Sword. It's absurd. I can <laughs> send you a clip of it. Bro, guys, uh, I hate to say it, we're already at two hours. Holy yep. crap, dude! Every time we do this That's podcast, the time just it flies. flies dude. It just flies. Yeah. It flies so fucking quick. That just means we have to get you back on, man. Like, yeah. Maybe next time we'll actually talk about Marvel Strike Force. Maybe, dude. We'll save for next time, I'll, I that's guess. That's just going to be me picking your brain on the side, I think. No, nah, man. Yeah. I mean, I still got. I've there's got still stuff mobile games that are coming out, game. too. Like, um, there's a there's a couple games I was looking at. Like, uh, there's a I, Lineage 2 During game. this. Nope. During this, Yin's going to be excited. Genshin Impact already came out. Oh, yeah. Genshin Impact. During the podcast. That comes on PC, doesn't it? It's on PC as well, right? Well, you could do it on Bluestacks, but on, on App Store, it released today. Yeah, they have oh. Genshin Impact. Um... Yeah, I had somebody ask me in my uh, my Marvel Strike Force stream Friday morning. They're like, I saw an ad for Genshin Impact. Do you support that? And I'm like, I don't even know what the hell that is. I is so <laughs> it's like a it's like a it's, Breath of the Wild esque type anime. It's game. anime Breath of the Wild. Yeah, uh, but it's like kind um, of, but it's a mobile gotcha as well. What it's is a gotcha game? Is it like a tower defense? Is that what it is? No, gotcha. So. <laughs> 
So, gotcha is mass summon pull, and you're trying to collect, so, not like Raid Shadow Legends where you can collect all the fucking heroes and mm -hmm. then you power them up and blah blah blah. No, gotcha is like Dragon Ball Z, Arknights, um, which Arknights is kind of a gotcha, but also a tower defense. They have a weird spin on it. That game's yeah. actually pretty good. I wish I could get back into that, but I can't get back into it without spending money, so I'm like, no. Newt, fuck that. Um, <laughs> but Marvel Strike Force, would you say is a gotcha? Kind of, because it's like you have yeah. to unlock them. Although I like the shard system, because it means over time you get them, rather than, here, let yeah. me drop 100 bucks and I get right. two badass characters. Yeah. But gotcha is you summon to get, uh, like, characters and you get like whatever rarity rare super rare badass sounds, fucking sounds like the op old school one i played back in the day rage of bahamut rage of nice. that was a card based one that yeah. one's not even around they actually discontinued that game they did they shut the servers off yeah they shut the game down completely i'm downloading gotcha. genshin impact as we speak because there's a there's a pc version. i already have it on my phone that's why i was staring at oh, my phone shit. so much this this podcast is because i was doing stuff on strike force i was doing stuff on lord of heroes oh, and i was oh, trying God. to get stuff on well it looks genshin like we're all, we're all going somewhere to, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm i've got the phone okay so all right well here's <laughs> what we're gonna do we're gonna end it carrot where can i find you online if people who are listening if there's um, a clan system in that game it's less than average confirmed yes less than average confirmed is exactly it we're gonna get on uh, genshin impact for those who are listening if you guys want to try and play we're gonna make a clan if we can um carrot where can we find you man where, where can people online and spotify and everywhere find you uh well i mainly stream on my streaming platform carrot 760 for twitch yep. twitch.tv slash carrot 760 that's c-a-r-o-t yep. 760 no two r's um no it's one r one r that's what i was saying no two r's no two yeah. r's oh, no, just yeah, the one r just the one pack of um, rot i do have a youtube channel although i haven't been using it i need to start getting back into posting videos and stuff on there um, that I have a YouTube as well, but I just haven't done any clips or anything on it, period. And then I have my Twitter, Gaming Carrot. And if you make it to my Twitch, I have links to my Discord server. And I don't remember what other links I've got on there. I think I actually have the link to my YouTube and my Twitter. I think on there you're well. one of the Discords I'm actually not in, but I'm trying to limit how many Discords I'm in. I'm in yeah. like 30 plus Discords. So basically, I, can't, I don't yeah. blame anybody that's not in my Discord. Yeah. I have, Fucking, I have more Discord I have, servers than I know what to do with. Yeah, I have four different uh destiny servers for different clans i have theory and fun which are the two i'm actually a part of i have game <laughs> nights and then i have shadow collective which is my first d2 clan that is how i met this motherfucker yep and uh <laughs> how i met all the guys from shadow all the guys from fun because they were like a brother sister group they vibed off each other and just did pvp pve sherpa carries all the above yep um oh. I and have so basically, Discord servers for different apps. I have Discord servers for other streamers that do Marvel Strike Force, Sea of Thieves, World of Warcraft. I've got Doc Community, so Ark, Lev, Saints. Uh, got Albie, Spanky. I've got yep. K State server, which is yep. Small Peen Fam. Love it. Love it. I've got Zombie Monkey server. I've got Burger Warrior server. I've got. Some guys that do Marvel Strike Force, Rai Rai, uh, Sen Raven, Men Dogs. I've got No Name Server, No Name Nerds Discord server. I've got freaking uh, servers for Stream Raiders. I've got MDG, Eight Bit Cove. I've got Marvel so, Strike Force. Damn, dude. <laughs> so many servers. To wrap it up, usually we ask everybody, 
what's the game you're looking forward to the most coming out near like near soon like either be it this year or going into next year that you know about that you're excited for? right now my two top games that i'm looking forward to and i'm excited for um i'll be more excited if i can get some more people to actually play with i know burger warrior is supposed to be playing it um but right now immediate is shadowlands coming up october 26th yep. mm -hmm. and then follow that up i believe it's april uh-oh 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 that you robot yeah, it yeah, out for a second. Yeah, let me see that again. Right, so we oh. heard Shadowlands, and then all of a sudden, like the internet went to poop. It, it, it went Optimus Prime. <laughs> okay, so Shadowlands, October 26th, followed up by April May timeframe will be New World. Oh yeah, okay. Amazon's new MMO. It looked really it stock during the alpha beta whatever it was but that again it's still early yeah that's not even that wasn't even an alpha or beta i it would be considered an alpha it was a preview of the game they're mm -hmm. open or their closed beta i believe is supposed to be going april if you pre-order the game you're guaranteed access to the beta gotcha um, i believe it's supposed to be going april and shortly thereafter the game will actually launch for a preview that was the smoothest game i have ever seen and they have several blizzard vets yeah they, they ported them over to that yeah yeah after the half to so, the whole like 800 get the fuck out yeah a couple yeah. of those guys went to amazon and they got in yeah yeah so which uh go ahead i was gonna say uh biggest ones are still shadowlands for me cyberpunk and then of course uh ash the creation but that's like two years out that's a long time out but i do i if, will be playing New if World it's two sure. years out if it's two yeah it might be more uh, if it starts i think know. i think mine's actually changing i think it's beyond light oh, now comes, that i've been getting into it here and it comes i i i'm along the cyberpunk train but i've also been looking more at outriders and outriders is yep. looking better and better all right I'm, it's it's on my radar, man. Since you brought it on my radar, that game is on my radar for sure. Cause I I've like been watching vids on it, and dude, it looks dope. Gears, <laughs> Gears of War graphics, Destiny's loot system, mm -hmm. and Division's world system. Yeah, I am fucking. Mm. It should be good, man. We'll see. Well, we'll end it on that, man. We are um, rocking and rolling today. So the episode format, how you feel? Not bad, right? Not too shabby. Dude, yeah. time flies like crazy. I'm just happy I got healthy enough in time, dude. Yeah, there you go. That's it, man. Yeah, he was fighting off the flu, dude. Getting his butt kicked by a fever. I was really hoping it wasn't the Rona. Luckily, yeah, it was negative. Luckily, no Rona. So, if you guys are listening at home, make sure to go check out Carrot, uh, twitch.tv forward slash C. Oh, God. C A R C A R O T. 760. Go check him out and you can join his Discord. Check him out on Twitter. I know he's active on Twitter. We got to get him on Instagram one of these days so he can show off all his Magic the Gathering stuff. I need to make I a do, Boomer AF role in the leveled server yeah. for both of you. That's perfect. Do that. You can go ahead and do that. It would be you two and Jedi probably That's so probably far. It. Yeah, Jedi's older than me, bro. So that works. Um, if you guys uh, are listening, you guys can check us out. If you're seeing us on Twitch, we're on. Uh, you can just go to leveledaf.com to check out the podcast, or you can also see us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, catch some and of the badass play. merch. Yes, we also have merch you can pick up. They are limited time merch that's going until October 30th right now for the Less Than Average podcast. Go pick that up. Uh, in the meantime, man, any last words, Carrot? What you got for us? Game hard, game fast. Don't forget to go eat every once in a while. There you go, man. There you go. <laughs> don't forget. Don't forget to take out the trash and put the cans up. Yeah. The old lady gets mad. Yes. Exactly. And oh, I last thing. Always listen to your wife. 
The reason I can't play 11, sitting three feet away, no headphones on, and could not hear a damn thing she was saying because I was paying attention. Dude, it's bad go. with these because they're noise canceling. And when I had my setup before, when I was facing this way and the camera, the, my webcam was facing the door, mm -hmm. my parents would walk on screen and have to run up and tap me while I was streaming. Oh, no. there's, like, there's like two of my streams where they would have to tap my shoulder. Now I just have it at the point where I have them text me because I don't yeah. hear it with these on. I usually have music going, in-game sound, and Discord. Yeah. My my wife is like a ninja. She will literally sneak up on me because I have big my my razor headphones, these ones right here, that are also noise canceling. And for whatever reason, when I game, if I'm not streaming, I'm in the pitch dark. Yeah. Like I I I like it dark. And yep. so I'll be sitting here with those noise canceling headphones on, and she'll come sneak in and get like right here next to me. And then boom, and it's like freaking, you know, a jump scare scene out of a horror flick. I'll come flying out of the chair. She'll fall over laughing. She's like, I wasn't trying. I'm like, uh-huh, sure you weren't. <laughs> yeah, Chrissy, you've been calling out, dude. Yeah, I keep sneaking up on him, man. Yeah, she definitely sneaks. I can see it. She sounds and like a sneaker. It's, it's uh, well, that ain't going to show her the shit. It's yeah. downloading right now. Awesome, dude. All right, guys, uh, we're going to be jumping into this next game over here. Looks like Genshin Impact. Go sure to download it. Uh, we're not sponsored by them, but if Genshin Impact, if the developers want to give me money, go right ahead, motherfuckers. Let's do this. All right, <laughs> play, some, play some games. All right, boys, we're going to be ending. Thank you all for coming through, and as always, stay leveled out there. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, go check us out on Spotify. Spotify is my favorite. I don't care. I said that. I said it.